Ladies and gentlemen, as always, I am Mike Busey, the host of The Mike Busey Show. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. Oh, Miguel, where are you at? Oh, that's right. You're not here right now. No, actually, we're doing a little... It's not like a joke or anything. I have Miguel. He's actually proofreading some text that I had to write up a bunch. What's that, Miguel? Oh, you're not here yet? Go, he's like, go sit in the fucking chair, and I'll be in there. So I'm just like, fuck it, let's go ahead and start the show, because you know he's going to try to jip y'all out of fucking some time. He's like shaving points off like a fucking NCAA fucking crooked fucking basketball player from the fucking 80s and shit. Um, yeah, so we're going to, I'm just going to give you some extra, this is like the the pre-show, and then we'll see if we can... Uh, start it again without him knowing. So that'll be what we're doing right now. So, guys, if you're a time traveler, don't go back in time and tell Miguel, okay? Let's keep this between us. Just keep it cool. And, uh, yeah, so it's uh, the day before. Uh, it's fucking cold in here. I never, let's just talk about that. I never thought I would say it's actually cold in Florida. And in the garage, it's a giant, like, fucking concrete slate. With horrible insulation, which is why it gets hot all the time. But now, it's fucking cold. It's like a fucking icebox in here. Like, I'm literally almost shivering, even though I am barefooted with no socks. <laughs> and and uh, the AC's just got turned off. But it, it's, it's what, 50 degrees outside right now, you think? Maybe guys? Colder than that. Can, can we get an official fucking thermometer out there or something? Can we get an official, like, weather? Miguel. Yeah. What's that, Miguel? Oh, you're not here yet? Well, guess who is? I am. So, I am the captain now, motherfucker. <laughs> um, I have flirted with the idea of doing an episode all by myself. I mean, I would probably do one of these every fucking day. But I should just do it. I haven't done it in such a long time. 48 degrees. 48? It's 48 degrees. So, I was a little off. But I, Price is Right rules... Technically, I was I was over, so I would have lost the Grand Prize Showcase. But um, it is, as always, we try to record this on Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday, and then Thursday is Thanksgiving. I have given everyone here at the, at the, at the fucking home studios of the Sausage Castle, Who You Know Productions, I've given the day before Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and Friday. So it's a five-day weekend for the boys. Aaron obviously is, you know, he's already two hours away uh, from wherever he is, from wherever he was before, because we don't even know. He, he he's got like a six day weekend. He he wasn't even here basically all day. But yeah, um, I hate Thanksgiving. I really I really do because I'm fat. I don't really need a holiday to celebrate food, nor do I need a reminder to be thankful because I'm thankful every fucking day, and so should you. And I'm more thankful for all those who listen to this, especially if you listen to the second hour and you go all the way to the end. And the poor people who have been signed up for a while and you have to hear all these random people's names. I'm really cold. I'm like shivering cold, kind of. I don't know if you can hear. Can you hear it in my voice? I sound like I'm kind of out of breath. Like I've been fucking climbing Mount Everest and shit. Lack of oxygen. I need to make sure when that door opens, though, that I transition to being, like, pretending. Because we're just going to let it roll. And what I'll do is then 
I'll have to keep this remote in my hand and then reset it. And then can y'all keep a track of how much time extra we got? So we'll, right now we're four minutes into this. You know, if Miguel knew, he would he would cut the show four minutes before the time. You know, would, would he not, guys? Yeah, probably. No, he would probably. It's okay. He, we're, hopefully he finds out this when he edits it. So... Uh, one of one of uh, Miguel's responsibilities is to chop through and find highlights of each show, and I don't know if he gets all the highlights. So we'll see. Sometimes he might skip through some shit. So if he doesn't know that we started without him, then we, then this will be a true testament that he didn't even try to even listen to the podcast. I've actually never went and listened to a full show. Really? Have y'all? Yeah, a couple of them. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never. Never ever have I. Never. I think I think I've maybe listened one time like two minutes, and then sometimes I'll play it just to see if the audio sounds okay. But pardon me. Once I once I fucking say it, it's kind of like a a really really good movie that sends you through a lot of emotions. I can't I can't necessarily bear to go back into it, you know, which I think hinders me because. Sometimes I'll forget that I've talked about something or whether I did or not. And a lot of times I think I already talked about it. So then I half-assedly tell the story thinking I've already talked about it. But then I don't know. This is a question. I wish we had like a live poll of anyone who listens to this uh, or watches it if you're a member. Maybe one day when we get that internet. We did get an update from Starlink. Uh, the email's about a year too late, but I'm still in it. I got him $100. Uh, I just threw it into the universe like a rocket, expecting never to see it again. So, Elon, uh, maybe you can give me you know, a share. I don't know how much shares I can get for $100, but um, giving you $100 over a year ago, and I've been waiting for Starlink, which is basically satellite internet for home consumers that live in rural areas that have no fucking internet, which is me. And they told us to the middle, to the end of the year, and we're we're at the end of the year, because here's the deal. Every time Halloween comes, I consider the year gone. I'm like, when it's about to be Halloween, the moment it's Halloween, I'm up. It's fucking November, it's Thanksgiving, then it's my birthday, then it's New Year's Eve. Year's over, and this time right here flies by. Flies by. And I am uh, obviously an emotional homo and sentimental. So every year, December, ever since I was a kid, I've been getting fucked in the ass. And uh, not not really, but, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have said that in the same phrase, but whatever. I've been getting fucked, you know, because if anyone has a birthday near Christmas, you know, Jesus' birthday is obviously a little more important than mine or anyone else's. So... You're like, oh, and here's one gift. This is for your birthday and Christmas. And when you're young, oh, here it comes, here it comes. It, it's kind of a big deal, you know? So, Absolutely. It's cold in here, huh? Yeah, it's nice. You like it? Yeah, I mean, I'm just like sleeping in here. I would want a blanket or something like that. Yeah. How much was there to proofread? It, there's words you use, like, you don't use have when you should use have. You use has a lot. I'm just, I'm just retarded when I, when yeah. I text. So it's just stuff like that. It just goes. It's never like uh, misspellings usually because, you know, everything will tell us when it's misspelled. 
It's just more like the, like certain correct grammar and stuff. And then use a lot of extra words that you really don't need to because they start taking away like the, the value of it. But it's good. I try to give them more updates. All these damn media companies, they, yeah, they're well, forced to like hopefully look at things. should answer their questions for them, you know? Yeah. But uh, no, it's done. Um, yeah, it's pretty good too. Here's the list. Um, I'll give you... Ooh, you pick. The bigger list. Ooh. I'll get the half quarter page. Watch, the half one you have has all the people that have just signed up from Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I'll be like, fuck. (laughs) What do you think? What country do you think would be the scariest for us to pronounce names? I think... I think honestly, like I wouldn't mean that word to Poland, even though like the names would be kind of hard. Japan, Japan, and then like any if, Asian countries. Yeah, any Asian, uh, anything like from Japan to India to like Afghanistan, any anything like that, we're gonna struggle. I hate though, and this is the truth, man. Like this happens to me a lot. The cities throw me off. Like, the cities sometimes are harder than the names. Sometimes the state, I gotta be like, wait a minute. Uh, all the time, bro. Is, M's? That, is, is that a fucking... Any that state Maryland that starts or? with an M or starts with an A, I'm like, okay, A, R, you know, I gotta remember. I love Emma. Yeah. <laughs> is that Jetta? Is that Jetta over there? Someone, one, One's at the door. One, Someone's at the door. And then whenever it's... I uh, see a pug. Whenever I see the country is <clears throat> CA, Canada... Because I don't understand the abbreviations of their provinces sometimes. I get excited when I see it because I'm like, oh, shit, another country. That's cool. But then another part of me is like, hold on. Let me make sure I get this shit right. I wonder how. And then we get a lot of New South Wales, Australia. Like New South Wales because that's the NSW. So we're killing it there. I wonder how many times we butchered the fuck out of somebody's state and we didn't know, though. Because we, we catch the names. We all laugh. But I know for a fact there's been times I've been like, Montana. And I'm like, no, wait, Montana's MT? Like, I don't know which one that is. It can be confusing. You ready? Yeah, let's do this. You want to press the button thing? It's going. Oh, okay. Fuck it. Let's go then. Yeah, we're rolling, bro. We're rolling. All right. I'm Mike Busey. Welcome to the show. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. How are you doing? I'm doing well, guys. And just as you heard, if we fuck your state up, let us know. Just let us know. I want to know. I want to know if I'm fucking stuff up. If we fuck it up, sign up again, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll have a second chance at pronouncing it correctly. Yes, that's a great idea. Sign up again, and then change your state to an easier one. We like Florida, South Carolina, Virginia, New York. Those are good ones, okay? Yeah. So it's uh kind of feels like Christmas Eve before the Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, everyone's um, tomorrow... I guess I'm gonna go hang out with Waka Flocka and DJ Who Kid and Hornblaster Matt and and friends and yeah. uh, we're gonna go to Tampa and then God knows what and then we're gonna leave and then I'm going to St Augustine to hang out with uh, Jigga. What are we doing? What are we doing though? Like, uh, give, kind of give them the spiel because they won't. They, they, this will air after it happens. So what did they? What did they hit you up with that they tell them about this text that Who Kid? If you guys know DJ Who Kid, he's fifty cents was fifty cents DJ, amazing DJ, hip hop royalty, uh, and good friends with Mike and Hornblasters Matt. And whenever Who Kid's in town, he always hits Mike up. He goes, "Yo, what up?" I was like, "What's up?" He goes, "You coming to Tampa?" I was like, "What's good?" And then he was rappers like, always. I'm gonna tell you this about rappers, guys. Rappers never say, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be in Tampa. Would you like to come see me?" They're just like, "You coming to Tampa?" Like you knew already what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I, I had just heard the other day that they were gonna be in town, but then sometimes I won't go super out of the way unless they like hit me up, and then I'm like, "All right, fuck." And then 
they normally hit me up last minute, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, I guess I got to go. So I guess I'm going to go. And then Do you I ever had, get scared when you hear, like, somebody's coming to town? You're like, fuck, yeah. they're going to hit me up. Every <laughs> every 30 days, there's a, hey, Mike, uh, blah, 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 is uh, uh, here. Uh, he's actually at the, he's at the gate, and he wants to know <laughs> if he can film a music video here or something. Or, hey... Blah blah blahs here. They want to know if you can run up some scallywags. They and, always want sca- part of part of what they always ask for. They're like, "Yo, man, why don't you and your crew and y'all know bring like thirty girls? Uh, come on out." And the thing is, too, and I'm, I know I'm guilty of this, but if I would have had a little bit of a head heads up, I could have like, you know, cut some charcuterie up, put some cocktail out. Charcuterie using them big words, baby. Yeah, I don't want to use all the big words up before I start uh, randomly uh, pronouncing. City and states and countries, but you uh, want to let them know you got some words in you, baby. I, I don't want to. I don't want to use up all my juice, you know. <laughs> I, but I gotta. I gotta save it for the fourth quarter, you know. But uh, yeah, every now and then, you know, if I had a little fucking heads up, that would be great. Because people don't get that too. Like when you see, oh, Joy Lucas swung by the house. Oh, check it out, these dudes swung by. Generally, the heads up is, hey, Mike, uh, I'm on that dirt road to your house. Yeah, no, seriously, and that's the that's the crazy thing is that. We still somehow pull miracles out of our assholes. And what you guys don't know is if a random scally is coming over to the house, Mike wants this place tip top. So when he gets like a text message, yo, this who kid, I'm at the gate. It's like, hold on, let me send somebody there. And then he's running around with incense in his hands. Mike's go-to is incense vacuuming because uh, the house is always pretty straight, but he wants it to smell like like fucking boom. Incense I want to create an experience, Miguel. I want yeah. people to come here as soon as they walk in the door. It looks nice. It smells nice. It feels nice. It's inviting. It has flow. It, 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 when you create an environment, which is a, bit, a major success of what the Sausage Castle is, it is that you, you, are, you are demanding, almost, you're almost physically demanding a comfortable, relaxing, yet stimulating situation for an experience to be enhanced what are some keys to making sure people feel relaxed what do you think because you feel incense is definitely on there lighting the smell if your house smells like uh dead shark shit (laughs) then you probably have some problems uh for example the other night we went out uh i accidentally just happened to want to look in the microwave (laughs) of the tour bus and boom there was a Cornish hen that one of you motherfuckers had not covered me. in maggots and flies. I have yet to microwave a Cornish hen on a tour bus. I was watching the photosynthesis of a maggot transform into a fly. Like I saw... Like the, the time lapse? Yeah, like I saw the maggot in its maggot form and then the larva evolving into the fly all around this Cornish How hen. How were you able to chill with that? Because Oh, you I wasn't. <laughs> And luckily, I was drunk because when I when I opened the door, I go, "Oh my god!" Boom! I slammed it shut, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And they were like, ugh, ugh. "It was like instant gag city." I started spraying shit. I was lighting incense, doing all kinds of <laughs> fucking Navajo Indian trances, like hey, like trying to curse, the, <laughs> trying to put the maggots back out down in the ground and shit, trying to subdue them and their negative energy. And uh, hey, pipe, what the fuck you doing? You chilling? All right, chill. And then, uh, so it was just a Cornish head in the microwave full of maggots. Bunch of drunk hot chicks, bros and hoes, and a maggot infested <laughs> Cornish hen in this and little know, microwave. And I know there was no way your mind could get off that. No, oh no. The whole time I was like, oh, should we just throw the whole goddamn microwave out? <laughs> But then I was like, no, I got some really cool like stickers on there, you know, from tours. 
I was like, man, it's a nice microwave. It's nice chrome. It's shiny. It's perfect. It fits in this. Has little, anyone got know? that Cornish hand out of there yet? No, it's probably still. Definitely. <laughs> There's definitely a no, definitely in there. Because what happens is we're just waiting now for the maggots to eat it all, and then the maggots to die. Yeah, and then I'm gonna microwave the maggots when they become flies <laughs> and nuke them, super flies. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm waiting for. This is like one of those exhibits when you go to the museum and you see the cow skull, and they're like, in 45 days, these roaches will eat it down to the bone. One time I got drunk. As fuck, and you can find this video was actually on my website for a while. It was the decomposure of an apple, and it was playing uh, Team Sleep, and this really like slow, like very like I want to put a bullet in my head, sad like emotional like music, and it was just a time lapse of this apple rotting. And Team Sleep is like a sub like secret band that the Deftones started under this other what, Did name. you film this apple rotting or was it No, it was just some stock shit I found on well, YouTube. Now you don't have to worry about that because you got a chicken fucking... Because I got really drunk and I was like, well, look at this, this life is decomposing and the, the, like, you know, I... I really think about shit like that. One you of your know? deep in your feels moments? Yeah, when I'm really like high on my vibe and shit. I'm like, wow, man. Nothing really leaves the earth. It just changes Oh, and this chicken forms. ain't going to be in the earth no more. That, that chicken That chicken came came in a fucking an egg, and the next thing I know is a grown-ass chicken, and then it gets fucking captured and snagged up by some butcher. And then <laughs> You think it was like a wild chicken running around, and they hunted it down on horseback like it was a fox in France? Now it's on tour. It's like, now it's on my tour bus living the life, hanging out with scallywags and fucking rock stars. We found a lot of weird shit on the bus. Uh, Sandra was just doing the bus a while ago, and she was like, I found like four pairs of panties and stuff, but I didn't know we were going to find Cornish hens in the microwave. Yeah, it's disgusting. And, and, and you asked if it's in there. Yeah, of course you know it's in there, because I, I, I pay for the gas. I pay for a driver. I, I fucking have it cleaned out, pay someone to clean out, whoever, whatever. And then I'm in there. As the most, the first thing I do when I get on the battleship, I'm like. Checking all stations? Yeah, making sure we're ready to roll out, wiping shit down vigorously, OCD, like check, making Straighten sure. Checking out that, that, that rattlesnake? Yeah, trying to fucking uh, bury whatever aborted fetuses might be in the <laughs> fucking toilet. That Are you sure flush. it's a Cornish hen? Yeah. It's not some accidental tour bus baby. <laughs> damn, it might have been a fucking baby in there. One of these damn bitches must have fucking aborted a baby and thought the toilet was stocked up. So they like, I put it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if your bitch is pregnant, you better check her fetus. It might be in my fucking microwave right now. You never know. Fucking shit. Yeah, so... um. Yeah, and then they leave all their shit. We come back like early, late at night, and then they're just like, yeah, party. And then and then nothing ever gets like it's it's like the the show, the where, life, the day after life. Where did you get? Where did you guys go this week? Because I wasn't with you this week, and I was doing shows. And you had a and show in. Uh, I had in a New show Smyrna. New Smyrna. A couple shows there. They were good. And when you, I hit you up because. Uh, me and Mike, me and Mike FaceTime uh, from bed quite often. It's yeah. a scallywag check, yeah. uh, and. Uh, we, we were FaceTiming, and you were uh, Rowdy Rob. This was the night before you went out. Rowdy Rob was still a little, uh, still a little drunk. Uh, being a drunk asshole, yeah. He was. Well, being this a was the night before. The, no, the night before you went out that morning of like Saturday, uh, you said that Rowdy Rob was found butt naked with a fur coat on him. He, I woke up to him humping me vigorously, <laughs> violently almost. <laughs> and then I look up, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, like still like. In my mind, I, I can see in his head he got like key sweat playing or something. He's like, <laughs> he's long stroking me and shit. <laughs> it's and like I'm, when Jetta's humping you. No, worse because I was butt ass naked and I'm like, yo, 
Bro, don't don't be stroking on me like this. I just woke up, man. Hold on, give me a second. Because at that point, here's the truth: your dick doesn't know what's going on. You yeah. don't want him to react. Because <laughs> like, if like... a dude was to jack me off while I was sleeping, I don't know what my dick would do. Because <laughs> my dick's got a mind of his own. You know what I'm saying? Your dick's gonna be like, don't wake him up. Yeah. <laughs> I need this. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care who does yeah. it. Just give it to me. Because your dick's like, I'm not the one who decides who jacks me off. He does. I'm open to any of this. Because <laughs> he used to fuck toilet seats. Would you suck a dude, dude's dick in front of your father at, at, the, at the, Marine, Marine, the Marine Corps ball on stage? But here's the deal. If, a, if, if, you, if you get hard on, you don't get, you don't get the $10 million. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. As soon know, as you get hard, the $10 million is gone. I know I'm not going to get hard. Uh, sucking a dude's dick in front of my father. All right, hold on. He's sucking. No, he's sucking your dick. Oh, he's sucking my dick. Yeah, and if you get hard, you don't lose. You don't get none of the money. I'm gonna have to like like stare my father in the eyes. Oh, you're staring and, and, at him, and, and, and just hope that hope that his energy of what the fuck is my son doing but transcends. Hey, here's the way, but because think about this: if though. your dad can get hard, then 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 you actually still win the money, and they blow. Yeah, then has we to end. both kill each other afterwards. <laughs> Murder suicide. Here's I hate when you play that game. That what if? Oh, because game. people don't want to be. People don't want to play the game. They're like, they don't want to. I would never do it. I would never do it. Yeah, it's like no, stop. No, look for the game. It's happening. For the no. game, it's already happened. Somehow, you've made the agreements necessary for this to occur. The game is like a, a nightmare. It starts in the middle of it. You don't know. Because in a nightmare, you never stop to be like, why are we in a castle with the wolf man? You're like, I don't fucking know. We're in a castle with the wolf man. It don't have to make sense. Yeah. And so you're on stage, and they're sucking your dick. And, and here's the thing, too, though. Like, you're probably getting your dick sucked by a champion wood rocker, too. Like, this dude's sucking your dick. Bro, I was, I was swiping the other day on Tinder. And I was, I swiped right to it, but I got the Tinder Plus, so I get to go back. I was like, damn, let me check this fucking, let me check this hot little blondie off. Check, check her out. I didn't have to check her out too much until I saw T-R-A-N-S, trans. And I was like, motherfucker. And here's the I took thing. back the like, thank God I can take them back. And I, the moral is... Sometimes I, I always vote against reading the bios until you match, but sometimes it helps to read a motherfucking bio. <laughs> yeah. you know, some of those, uh, what's your gender, it's kind of important, at least to me. Because that's know. the thing. You have the right to decide what's important to you sexually. Everybody has the right to decide what's important Thank to you, you sexually. Miguel. Thank you, for they standing do. up for You do. Marriage. Everybody has the right to decide what's important to you sexually. You're not saying. Not America. Uh, no, yeah. no, you will be gay. You take this dick. And no. here's the thing, though. You've said before, you're like. Yeah, that 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 trans people should be allowed on any site, any way. You should just have the right to say, "Hey, uh, I've, oh, I've, speaking yeah, of yeah. dicks, then oh. we got some tech. Can, can we get full screen on that? Or but you, you, not you, afford that in the budget. Yeah, you, you've said you've said before that when you pick your categories on your dating apps, when you're on like Tinder and stuff like that, you specifically put that you don't want any dudes. Like, they ask you. Yeah, but then so I you, keep getting goddamn dudes. I'm, I'm, a, I'm about to sue Tinder and Bumble because I pay for it, okay? And I'm tired of y'all giving me goddamn dudes and you and ask, and you, and you And you specifically say you don't, you don't want that, you know? Can, can I get a fuck? Can this be like a subway? Can they, like... 
can they the public sub like do i want the pickle do you want the olive oil i said no dicks okay if they were born with a dick i don't want it okay and you got the right though to pick what you want you you, got the right because the thing is like you said those dicks yeah because you've said it's not that you don't think that trans people should be on the sites you should just be allowed to pick what you're looking for yeah oh there we go full screen where's the budget just the budget money just came in if you don't already know how much we support dicks. You will see a giant black swinging dick on the fucking members only feed if you're into that. If you're not, it's actually a very comical dick. Me and, and I like how I like how Chris and Steven put it up there thinking this will make the podcast better, knowing damn well you've derailed him now oh. from anything he was doing. <laughs> you can't. Uh, and, and now, honest to God, like when you guys do this shit, I'm like, I don't think these children understand what I got to do now to get him back to making any fucking sense. No, no, it's, no it's, because he's going to be talking about things and like, no, look at anything. And his whole, his whole fucking mind is lost now. So if you remember at MikeBeast.com, you can see there's a giant TV uh, in between me and Miguel. And right now we're showing a, a, a little fucking a gift. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you'd call this. A gift. uh uh, of the Veterans Day video that is exclusively now live on MikeBusey.com. You like that? I'm making purpose of this dick. Make I'm, a purpose I'm, to make, this. I'm giving this dick purpose in life because this big-ass dick didn't have much purpose that night. It was big-ass dick that just couldn't get hard. And Exp- Give a little backstory now because, you, you, yeah. What, what? All right, so on the screen here, there's um, uh, I would what I would call probably a 12-inch thick, girthy black cock. Have you ever been to like a Jersey Mike's and been like, I'll have your giant sub? Yeah. It's a little bigger than that. And it's rye bread, so it's really dark <laughs> yeah. and brown. And this dude is just swinging his dick. And um, it looks I- like a nunchuck at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I told Aaron when he was editing, I'm like, hey, give me some of those Godzilla noises. Hey, the best is when Aaron's <laughs> editing this. What you guys got to understand, when Aaron's editing something like this. No, when the reggaeton people yeah, over, yeah, yeah. we got people coming in the office. We had, we had Archangel, one of the biggest reggaeton artists in, in the history, blah, blah, blah. shooting a video at our house. He has like 12 million Instagram followers. Yeah. And, he comes and, in the office, and there's just <laughs> a, a giant screen with Aaron six inches from it, <laughs> like Hermes from Futurama, just sitting there. And Aaron's got his, he's got his headset on. He's got the vibe because he's <laughs> editing this. So what you guys don't understand is for this like 30-second clip of a dick, Aaron had to stare at it probably for two hours to get everything right. Yeah, that's a lot of work that goes into our dicks. Yeah, and so they walk in and they're like, hey, is there any way we could get like a USB? And Aaron's like, uh-huh, hold on. And all you see is this giant dick swishing around. No, listen, sometimes I get embarrassed because if someone like, it'll be like this cute hot Colombian like assistant or production assistant she comes in say hello is there oh uh, I'm sorry uh, uh, do you have toilet paper yeah. and then we're just like getting hit this dick is hypnotizing us yeah it's spinning so fast and whipping around it almost looks slow like helicopter blades when you're like the rotation so fast how, that you how, only see it at two points I feel like a bad father there's actually three penises here but I only noticed the giant one yeah because the other two are in its shadow the other two are orbiting in this penis. It's like a, a penis eclipse. Yeah. And the thing is, I got scared for Jenny because I was like, if he hits her with that, he might knock her the fuck out. You know? yeah. then, it's there like, goes the fucking veterans. Day you know what it looked up. like? It looked like a British policeman's club. Hey, how do I get you my belly, mate? Like a bobby. He was going to pop her with it. Bobby upside the head with my bobby, mate. And we've got this just gift that repeats over and over of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Take the dick off the screen. I want to continue the show. <laughs> he hates the dick. 
Why do you hate the dick? Because it's mesmerizing. Because it's this is taking up too much of our thought. Oh man. Remove the dick, boys. Hey, you, hey, don't listen. You do what you'll want to do. If you think the dick is keeping the flow of the show, keep it going. You know, technically, Mike's money pays you, but I'm the one who sends the payments. Remove the dick, please. Because <laughs> he did. doesn't know if you get paid or not, but I do. <laughs> that should be a new segment. Y'all just, y'all just randomly put up a video that It's time for another train wreck clip. Look, Mike, it's a piece. It's a pug. <laughs> pug. Hey, one of my favorite things, guys. A lot of you guys send Mike pug stuff, and Mike will look at it, and this is. He's like, it's nice, but I just hate that they're generic pugs. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they're not my pugs. When Mike sees a generic pug, he just doesn't like it because it's not his pug. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. I'm not impressed. Yeah. <laughs> this guy sent him this wood thing, which was really dope, and it had pugs all over. And I was like, man, check out all these pugs. He's like, yeah, but I don't know these pugs. <laughs> like, I'm like, what do you go to stock images? Fucking clip art a pug head? Like, come on, I got fucking millions of photos of a pug. <laughs> he wants it to be his pugs. You know, it's funny when I'm doing my Instagram posts, I'm like, damn, I need to put another pug photo on here. I'm, I'm, I can't go to more than 10 posts without a pug. Hey, it's funny because I have Mike's Instagram set up on my phone, too. And sometimes I accidentally open Mike's up instead of mine. And I'm scrolling through the feed. And I'm like, the fuck are all these monkeys and pugs doing here? And then I'm like, oh, this is Mike's. Hey, the best. Hey, the best, guys. The best. I, I know we've talked about Georgie the monkey before who passed away. Mike used to follow. R.I.P. But the best was, I remember I came into the office one day, and I said something to Mike. And Mike had kind of like an attitude. And I was like, damn, what the fuck's this all about? And he was just sitting there in his chair, and he had kind of an attitude with his answer. And I was like, hey, and I said something else to him, and he answered me real short without like without like caring. And I instantly was like, what's wrong? He was like, no. And then I was like, what's wrong with the monkey? And Mike goes, Georgie's sick. <laughs> it, was sad. It, was, it was hilarious though because I was like, I said something. He's like, I don't know, and I was like, All right, man, but what about this? He's like, I don't know. Check this out. And I knew, I knew something wasn't right because I just had a feeling that something wasn't. And you told me you were worried good. about the monkey. You said once those monkeys get sick, man, it goes downhill. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a retarded baby. You can't really talk to it. You <laughs> don't know. Throw what it in the microwave. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta fucking throw it in the Cornish hen. You know what I'm saying? Stuff it in the Cornish hen. <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, so we were talking last week, and I actually wanted to talk more about this. So, guys, last week we were talking a little bit about Mike growing up in a foster home, and you think when you hear that story, it's going to be one of the saddest stories you hear because Mike and his sister were separated from their family for like two years, but. Because Hell of the yeah. Mike Busey story, it ends up being hilarious because Mike and his sister were separated for a couple of years and they were living in a foster home in South Carolina. But the foster home was also full of monkeys and baboons and horses and a Great Dane. And the thing about it is Mike used to regularly have to beef with the monkeys. And so, like we were talking last time, he's like 12 years old. It's some of the hardest times in your life. You're going through puberty. And he also has to fight monkeys. But there's more than that. Mike, you were telling me earlier in the office, I kind of want you to elaborate to the listeners about this. Uh, the monkeys went everywhere with you guys in this foster home. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if it was you or Chris, someone randomly like, so, uh, like, you know, did you ever take the monkeys places? Yeah. Like, oh, I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. We fucking monkeys went everywhere. Fucking monkeys went to church. Monkeys went to school. The fucking gro- went to Bilo. Uh, Bilo is Piggly Wiggly. And know? this is pre before people even took dogs to stores. Yeah, because she was just about it. She was like, "Oh, this is my goddamn child. I can't leave my fucking child." There was she had this like. At the time, I thought it was like the goddamn Sprinter limo of its era. It was this badass. Like, it was like a conversion van. You were it was talking like a about. GMC van had like a. 
a back bench that folded out to a bed, had like a little sink, had like pilot chairs that kind of rotated around, a little captain's chair. Yeah. Shit, had a little old school shitty Did it have TV. like a painted Native American and a wolf on the side? No, but That's I think, my favorite actually, band whenever did, you see did, that. She did have a dream catcher in the... Uh, she in better. The, yeah, so... Or a monkey net. Super plush, you know, and, and, and you know, I fucking... We would, we would ride that from Bono, South Carolina to Macedonia, South Carolina, which was like a 20, 30 minute drive, and... Every every uh, church uh, day we would go, and the monkeys would come with us. The monkeys and, went and worshipped too. Um, I don't know if I. I'm, no, yeah, they did. They. Did. I what if seeing, a monkey threw shit at the Jesus? Statue? Like, what would that be about? She had she had t- tape like duct tape around <laughs> their waist. You had the, you had the duct tape their clothes on because they would pick up their shit and throw their diaper shrapnel and shit everywhere. So they, they, and there were at times you would see them when they didn't have the diaper on. They had like a permanent like fucking wax job from fucking duct tape around their waist. <laughs> they would they would have like hair and then it'd be like a belt of skin and then go back to hair because. Do you think keep... technically these monkeys were abused? No, I mean no? there was a, there was a couple times I definitely seen some monkey abuse. Yeah, I definitely seen a monkey get bopped off his head repeatedly with fucking iron cast iron skillets. Yes, yes. You know that monkey brain damage and shit. I seen it get punched and stuff. <laughs> no, have you saw the monkey get punched? Oh, I had to punch the monkey a couple times. What do you mean? It's either me, me or her. <laughs> her. Yeah. It's either me or her. That's yeah, the no, best listen. Part. These monkeys have pronouns, player. These monkeys were. You ever, you ever try to uh, go toe to toe with a baboon? That shit. You gotta, you gotta come correct, man. Don't fucking play around. You ever seen anybody lose a fight to the monkey? There were a couple times I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> because you don't know like what, how far they're gonna take it. Because they're sensitive animals too. Like they're very emotional. Like your sister's like asking you why? Why are you playing in your room? I ain't allowed to live room right now. Why? Lost to the monkey again? <laughs> no, there were there were like there were there were foster kids that would come in and then they were obviously traumatized and like where the fuck am I? Yeah, because you had a foster kid who uh, who saw his dad get his brains blown out, right? Yeah, right at dinner table, and, and he so, was all in denial. His name was Chad Labooty, and they sent him to live with the monkeys. Yeah, and, and imagine like some of these kids probably lived in like cities and stuff. Yeah, I mean most of them didn't live with monkeys, and they definitely didn't live in the middle of fucking nowhere. Man, I, man, I almost might remember his name. There was one sheriff, and he was like the only sheriff in this whole town down this highway. And next door, there was one of those uh, national forestry towers. Yeah. So it was right next door. And uh, I would sometimes throw the horse manure over their fence until, like, one one time I was like, this, this pile is getting too high. I got to start distributing the horse shit a little, <laughs> a little It's like you're better. escaping from prison, you know? Yeah, because uh, our foster mom, she uh, Tommy Mason, she would fucking have. Uh, we would be in all the fucking local. Oh my god, I just the revelation. Was, yeah, no, I just remembered something, <laughs> guys. You don't know how many times Mike's telling a story, and then you watch his whole body freeze. He's like, "Oh my god." Yeah, because I'm telling a story about the monkeys going into these parades on these horses <laughs> and shit. They were dressed up, wearing like cowboy hats and shit. <laughs> we had like show monkeys, show horses. I had a quarter horse named Bridget. Uh, anyways, there was this local like little blockbuster place, and it was yellow or something, I think. And I remember it had this like little magazine. It was like a weekly, or it was like the monthly town magazine. It was a Monk's Corner, I believe. I know Monk's Corner, yeah. And there was this itty bitty little cricket. It was like Where's Waldo? Yeah. 
but with this little cricket. And you had to find it in the magazine? Yeah. And, and the monkey found it before you? No. But <laughs> I, this has nothing to do with the story. I just remembered this little cricket. You could find, I think oh, it was a Put cricket. the dick back up. Let's get him back on track. <laughs> put the dick back. Anytime we lose him, guys, throw the giant dick back up. He'll start laughing and I'll wean us back into where we got to be. He's, he just distracted me from telling my story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they would they would have had this monthly magazine and you found this little cricket. And the cricket was tiny as fuck. He was like smaller than your pinky nail, a little skinny. It was he was like the life size of an ant, like a yeah. little ant. They hid this little ant cricket motherfucker in this little local like and it had coupons and shit in it. It had like advertisements for your oil change and and then you found this cricket and you took it to the place and you got like I don't know what you fucking got, but I damn sure looked for that fucking cricket uh many a times. And uh the, the monkeys, something they wouldn't read, but I would like open, <laughs> I would open the book and shit, and they would look at it and stuff. <laughs> no, that was that's more chimpanzee sound. They didn't make those sounds. <laughs> no, that's not. No, that's not. Hey, Mike. <laughs> the, these, Let these, me touch your dick. <laughs> they had the uh, sugar bear had a big ass dick, <laughs> huge dick, like four inch dick, which was like. <laughs> Which was like a ten inch dick at my at that age, you know. And now it's like a six inch dick. <laughs> now we we went. Uh, and Would we, Sugar Bear jack off? Uh, sometimes, yeah. But like when a monkey jacks off, does it come or does but, it just like some of the foster like the foster girls, the kids or whoever? Well, hurry up come, with this story. They uh, <laughs> <laughs> there were times where the foster mom was like, "Hey, y'all can't be around him right now. He's like a little worked up." <laughs> Sugar Bear's all worked up. He going to spill some monkey jism on you if you yeah. don't put a bra on. No, dead ass. They were like... They so they like the girls? Monkey like the monkey? Yeah, no, like... Because dogs will fuck anything, you know? No, def- I feel like these monkeys definitely had their picking, like, if they liked guys or girls. Like, these, these, these monkeys had strong sexual fucking desires. And not just sexual, like just if they were just homies and shit, you know. Like, how did you how did you guys deal? Because I remember you had a special needs kid who liked to jack off a lot. Too. Moses, Moses. So you got Moses jacking off. You got Sugar Bear jacking off. Fucking and all the mon- all the monkeys were jacking off. <laughs> I was jacking off. Fucking Chad Labooty was jacking off. <laughs> At one point, everybody walks in the house. The horse is jacking off. <laughs> There, um, there was this. Uh, he, I actually met him at the funeral. Uh, I haven't seen him in like thirty. The monkey's years. funeral? Or- no, this kid. Uh, well, he's not a kid now. He's a grown ass man. He's older Maybe. than me. R- R- Ronald Staggerwild. Uh, from where's he from? Read his name. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> Ronald Staggerwild. He's a marine, and he. We went to short stay. Yeah, I remember short stay. And he got amoebas. Oh, he got an amoeba. And he, and he fucking almost died, bro. Like, Every year, up. there was at least one person. It was always a kid who got the amoebas. And then your parents, your parents would still take you to short stay. Your dad would just be like, "Hey, don't be fucking around in the water." That was, that was his this, advice. This is kind of fucked up. But uh, me, me and Ronnie had to share a room until uh, one day he got some fucking amoebas in his ear or pee pee hole or some <laughs> shit. Next thing you know, I had to bunk to my whole self. You know what I'm saying? So that whole amoeba shit kind of worked out for me. Fuck but uh, yeah, I kind of uh, we found each other on Facebook years and years years later and shit. And I, I'll show you some photos and shit. Like we would ride around with monkeys and shit. Did he ever find the little cricket? I don't. I don't think. Put so. the dick up, guys. You, you're making blasphemy in my goddamn stories. I don't appreciate it, my girl. So hold on. Let me ask you this though. You come into like, 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 this is a real question. It's gonna get oh, funny. This is this this, this is, is a, a giant, real yeah. giant dick in the yeah. story. <laughs> or a you um. 
You go through some family trauma, some real family trauma. Your dad and mom went at it. Your dad tried to kill the dog. Uh, yeah. This is real family trauma. And I'm sure you were afraid of being separated from your sister and, and being alone. And you get sent to South Carolina, which isn't even where you guys were living when this happened, right? Yep. And you go to a foster home in South Carolina, and it's on you, and you're with other kids. And I know you had to be scared as fuck, man. How long did I was actually kind of excited. I was more sad to leave school. I remember like saying, Goodbye guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna see y'all again or something. I gotta get out of here. Old dad got a little wind up. <laughs> Dog got shot. <laughs> I, I remember uh, them writing me a letter and I was like, Oh shit and I felt like I was kind of in prison because like the uh foster mom, Tommy Mason, she kinda like She was a good foster mom though? She wasn't yeah, like abusive she, she, she or anything. She loved me, she loved yeah. me, she treated me like Does I Does she look like a like, monkey? I mean, you know, oh, he's a little monkey boy. Look at them teeth, you know. <laughs> you know, fucking. So she uh, was she good though? Yeah, she was, but she was also like horrible. Yeah, like you, know? you said, she had a bunch of kids. She was definitely getting some checks. Yeah, she was taking it, care of the monkeys a little more than the kids. It was like a work camp, you know, like yeah. but it wasn't authorized by the state of uh, South Carolina. It was like we were like doing manual laborers. That's what you guys day, did all day all long, night. right? Yeah, oh, oh, for sure. You just oh, worked. For sure. Did you guys ever like? Talk about your escape? Did you guys all oh, yeah, talk no. about it? Well, that's what happened. I finally did when I found out. This is what I kind of had one of those. The girl that I was playing with her titties and shit, uh, consensually. And she was older than me, thank you very much. Um, cool. She was like three or four years older than me. So she was and she like, was a monkey? Nah. Well, <laughs> she had some nice-ass titties. Though. <laughs> oh, my. Lori Never, Meredith. ever, ever talk nostalgically about a young girl's titties <laughs> well i was young i was a young boy i could talk about young girl titties when i was a young boy thank you very much fuck y'all y'all can't cancel me Shit. i ain't fucking no kids ain't raving no bitches ain't hurt no animals except that one monkey i might have fucking got a couple punches in it but i was i was in fear of my life if i had a gun i would have shot it i would have been justfully fucking i justfully fucking would have survived the monkey fucking just sit there in the police station covered with bites and just be like you did what you had to kid be like the monkey the, the monkey <laughs> so goddamn strong <laughs> yeah but uh and they're like the monkey's gonna make it you're like no <laughs> he's gonna get word to the other monkeys you walk in the house and sugar bear's just looking at you fucking smoking a cigarette oh, no, they, de- they definitely have that pack mentality because if like one got upset the others the others would kind of like free and did the great dane ever beef with the monkeys no, because great great Danes are stupid. The, yeah. the, the breed is like really, doo, 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 yeah. And they're clumsy. They're they're like deforms, deformed fucking dogs. They're just too goddamn big, and their brain is way too small. And uh, the, the monkeys would like. There was a main main cage that I would say that was like the size of a refrigerator cut in half on in the on the floor next to the kitchen like table, and. If you sat too close to that cage, I remember some girls would have like longer hair and they would sit at the end of the table, and then motherfuckers would get pulled right into the cage and everything. And and Celie wasn't super aggressive with everybody, but she definitely like there were some people she definitely wanted to fuck up. You could feel the energy. Did it smell like monkey shit in the house? Yeah, it smelled like monkey biscuits, which was like rock Those hard, rock hard biscuits, petrified fucking. I don't even know how to fucking... It was literally like you would... If you put a rock in your mouth, it was probably softer than the fucking things these motherfuckers are eating. And it just smelled like monkey shit? Yeah, monkey. it just smelled like diaper and fucking, you know... They would just piss shit themselves and it wasn't like they weren't potty trained. You wouldn't like... When they went outside, it wasn't like they were fucking... Cause it yeah. wasn't like they were captive in one little area. They motherfuckers had freedom. These motherfuckers went on 
Went to church and shit. Went went <laughs> went to the fucking went to Bilo. Did they ever just wiggle. borrow the van? <laughs> like monkey's gonna go for a drive. He's been drinking. So, so watch one of the summer schools I went to there, Berkeley, it was basically all black school. And every time we pull up, they're like, "Yo, what up, hey monkey man? Yo, what Eminem? I, I know was, Berkeley. Oh, monkey man, what's up, monkey man?" And then it, it was kind of like, so because the monkeys would be in the car with you when you pulled up. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and you know was, the dope boys were wilding out. Too. Oh, dude, they were loving it. It was like it kind of like it was kind of a way to like break the ice. We're like, "Yo, man, you got monkeys?" And like, imagine this is like. You know, the early 90s and shit. No one, you didn't hear nobody who had monkeys. Mm-mm. You know, so like Michael Jackson or something. You some had to be balling to have monkeys. Yeah, and there's a lot of legalities. You can't, you can't like cross state lines. And <laughs> monkeys monkeys are like assault rifles. <laughs> yeah, you got to have like papers and shit, all their documentation. And then I remember hearing uh, the foster mom, Tommy Mason, just screaming like, if that goddamn monkey bites somebody, then you're going to have to cut its head off and find <laughs> out if it has rabies. They're like some procedure. I don't know. But the was... monkey bit you, right? Yeah, I mean, but like she... <laughs> They she were like talking covered, about strangers. She covered and shit. that shit up, didn't she? Yeah, like listen, like the we, state never found out that you were getting bit by monkeys oh, in your foster any, home. Anytime the care the the social workers came to do the little visits, they boy, put mask on the monkeys. No, she was so nice. We were eating good. We were getting extra. So you Taco knew it was bullshit. You, so you knew it was bullshit. You came home. You saw like they rented fucking uh, uh, Field of Dreams and there was Taco Bell. You're like, oh, the state's coming over. Oh, every Friday we had like Taco Bell, and you would have to drive like an hour to go get the shit. And I remember being like, yo, I got two bean burritos. This is what I'm supposed to live on? Like, I'm a grown-ass grown kid. I'm I just grown. got into a fucking fight with a monkey. I need more calories. But luckily, I knew where she hid the moon, the moon pies. Ooh. She had the yellow ones. And Did the, she know the, the count was down, too? Would she ever do that shit? No, nah, because like some, there was so many people. That's what's good about living with so many different foster kids. You... You could. It's kind of like what people did here a couple years ago. There was, you know, so many people living here, so they could steal, drink, eat anyone's shit, and then you were like, huh, "You ain't gonna catch me." Yeah, because you would just like, "Yo, did you fucking eat my shit?" And like, "No, I would never." You know what Adam told me one time? He said, "You know what the most delicious thing in the sausage castle is?" I said, "What?" He goes, "Robert's food." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, motherfuckers. That's one thing I do not miss. Is like. Going, going, waking up in the morning and, and visiting the fridge, and wondering if your shit made it through the yeah. night. And and there, it was like doggy dog world. Like you had to like eat how you would have to like literally had to. Did you have suck your own up. like like stash of shit too? Sometimes no, like there were times like I started hustling horse manure to the, one of the neighbors. She had a fruit stand. This old lady, so I would uh, sell her wheelbarrows of shit, and they kept. I kind of like kind of started like telling on myself because. Flashing, you, you living that flashy life, balling? A, l- a little bit, but in that, that like a is, dope boy, man. You buy a car, you shouldn't afford. Yeah, I kept volunteering to pick up the horse shit, and everyone was like, kind of like at first, they were like, "Hell yeah, you got this, you got it, you got it," and it would kind of give me respect in the tribe, you know. And and the tribe was like, "All right, he, he's the one who he is the one who carries horse shit. He is horse shit carrier. That is his name." <laughs> shits in a bucket <laughs> so so they would kind of like be a little more nice because some of these kids were old old as fuck like these kids were damn near 18 and, and shit. some of these kids institutionalized too oh right? yeah they've like, been the juvie in and out and shit some of these kids some of these kids uh didn't belong in foster care they belonged in a fucking juvenile detention because like in the 90s man i don't know how it is now i'm pretty sure i, I went to i'm pretty sure i had the menendez brothers <laughs> at one point they just kind of came and went i just didn't get to officially like remember their names and shit like i, I had some bad kids with me i just remember like like in the 90s man like uh 
you either went straight to juvie or they shuffled you into some kind of program. And I knew kids that were like living on base with like an uncle or something. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, where are you from? They're like Chicago. And I'm like, what happened? Like, man, we burnt this apartment down. This old man was in it. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, listen, that's how it was in the foster home because it was kind of like a prison type of thing. You would kind of let everyone, like, kind of, like, first of all, all the dudes got all, we all, you know, were getting excited when there was chicks. Yeah. And even though they had just gotten, like, raped by their dad and shit, <laughs> we're, like, all excited. We're, like, we're out the door, like, yo, fresh meat, here it comes. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Yo, you see She's still crying. Up? She's got her teddy bear in her hand and shit. You see all them cuts on her arm? <sighs> Like, She's oh, we got sexy. another runaway. Like, one, one girl. Another runaway. You know, we had this real hot ass uh, fucking chick move in at one time. She was gone the same day. We were like, <laughs> we were looking for her. We were out there, like, with the, with the one sheriff in town. We're like, we'll find this bitch. <laughs> we're out there going up and down the highway. I, I, I was like, hey, it's let not me that bad, Marlene. We have monkeys here. I was like, let me let me climb up this fucking uh, uh, Smokey the Bear forest fire tower. I'll find her from here. I was like, damn, we gotta get. Get her back. She needs us. <laughs> yeah. No, and it was weird because, like, at first you didn't talk to nobody at first when they first came in because you you were kind of like feeling them out because some of them tried to be like, you know, buck wild from the get go. We we're like, nah, bro, we run this, we run this block. You know, you ain't you ain't showing up to our our joint and just trying to run it. I'm the one who sells the horse manure to the fruit lady. There's levels to this shit, bitch. You better you better clap you better clap in properly. Did you ever did you ever like take them around and give them the tour? Hell no. Cause I didn't want them to know where shit was. And it was a big house and there was a lot of land and you know, there was like places to go hide in the dog kennels and stuff. There was a bunch there was probably like a hundred runs. Wow. And, and all kinds of random ass shit and there's little places you could hide and stuff and you know, who, who who definitely held the keys? Who held the keys to the fucking uh, foster home? Man? Lori Meredith, that bitch fucking was running <laughs> shit. Running it every now and then. Like once a month, she let me play with her titties. <laughs> and that was like our little thing. But then like the next day, this bitch would clown me. And for everybody, I'm like, and I would get like, you know, you're becoming a man. So you're like having to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And luckily, that's where I kind of like, I went to, I probably went to three different all black schools in, in, in my years. And you want to talk about how to learn how to be quick with it, boy? You get around some sisters. It won't, yeah. it won't even be the brothers that'll fuck you. The, up. Sisters, be the sisters are the most. The sisters are the most wittiest and cruelest. And they say shit that didn't even make no sense. Like, oh, look at your boogie ass head. <laughs> and I'm like, what? That doesn't even make sense. What the fuck you talking and about? And everybody's laughing because nobody wants to catch their wrath. Yeah, and you can't you can't clap back when you got the whole class laughing at you and shit. You're like, all right, whatever. So you got to know when to hold them, when to fold them. So that's why I had to learn to fight and, and, and play basketball and get with it. And, and I took a lot of my horse manure money. And every now and then I'd slide into Kmart. I'd go over to the CD aisle and I'd get me a fucking CD, that latest street shit. Yeah. TLC or House of Pain. Because um, I was listening to some bullshit on the. Ace of Bass on the radio. No, um, what was it? Oh, that. that uh, that uh, Duran Duran song that came and out. Duran. No, 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 no. That's no. Flock of Seagulls. Duran, uh, not hungry the, like a wolf, but the '90s one. Yeah, it was like the one that got real popular. Damn, what's that fucking? Song? <laughs> Y'all know what the song is? Yeah, it was. In, it was like the video was in like the desert. They were wearing like white and shit. To come on. 
Durant. you listen to Monkey Man? What your Duran Duran? Your boogie head? Duran Duran. What your boogie head ass? I got a. This song was like fucking on repeat. It was on the radio all the time. Oh, come undone. That's what it was. And then and then Seals Kiss from a Rose. That shit. This song was like super hot back then. And I was like, oh shit. Every now and then be sitting in my fucking room at this shitty ass desk and play and be playing that song. And then they'd be like, yo, where'd you get that? I keep hearing it. How could would you get that recorded off the radio? Because you could put Oh, uh, I used to record shit off the radio. Th- There's songs to this day that I believe right afterwards the words like number nine. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you got the whole commercial and <laughs> yeah. shit in there. Yeah, because like I would I would even if I if I got a CD that I hated. Z ninety three jams, that was my radio station in Charleston, man. Did you ever shove like paper and the, yeah, and the, the little top things pieces? so you could record them? Yeah, I would so get, you can record them. I would it? steal the tapes from class. They would be like tape we had like tapes from whatever bullshit was like in, in the classroom. And I would steal the class and the tape or the tapes so that I could uh, record my own shit on them. And sometimes they would be the tapes that way with like because remember before like the projector, there was also sometimes they would play shit on the overhead projector. And every time it would bing, you were supposed to change like uh, if you for you guys who are young as fucking don't know what an overhead projector was. Basically, you would, it was a series of mirrors and light bulbs <laughs> that would reflect shit on the fucking chalkboard. And they used to have like movies that went for it. They weren't movies; they were just still frames. That would go in the overhead projector, project it on the chalkboard, and a tape recorder would be playing and be like, Billy walked into the castle, but he didn't know there would be a vampire there. Bing! You'd change it and put the next thing on. Yeah, I fucking... The shit that kids had to deal with now, like... These motherfuckers probably getting text messages or goddamn homework, and it's like Lincoln. Well, they can't hide, though, now. Yeah. Because their teacher would be like, send me a picture where you are. And you're like, back in the day, you'd be like, yo, you'd be... I remember being gone for like three days and be like, I was sick. And they're like, hey, I guess you're sick. I don't give a fuck. So here's, here's what I try to think. If I went to, let's say I was like in, a senior in high school during the pandemic and then I had to do Zoom classes. First, I'd be excited because I had fucking internet good enough to do Zoom. Second, I don't know if uh, I would be able to control myself if I got kind of a little hot and heavy. Just fire one off? Just fire one off. And yeah. I'd be like, oh, I got to be in class. I heard that they, they like still made them dress up and shit in uniform. They, had, they couldn't If they go were to in the school bathroom. uniforms, they had to do that. And if they had to go to the bathrooms, yeah. So my mom, my mom works as an ESOL paraprofessional for English as a Second Language. And she would tell me that, like, kids would be like, miss, uh, I'm home alone. I got to take the dog out. And my mom would be like, take the dog out. Like, what am I going to do? Like, tell you no? You're at your house. And they would be like, no, you can't let them take their dog out during class. My mom would be like, Pfft. Take the dog out. You're home, you know? Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, ma'am, uh, teacher, I have to piss. I'm yeah. just like, got a fucking... Piss uh, bucket? A piss bucket below my desk and shit. I'm just sitting there shitting in my fucking diaper or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I would be wilding out if if I had the experience. I'd my be mom, like, that's my- like, that's a dream come true. That's like a snow day that... Go- I feel like that's a lot of America's problem. These motherfuckers are still on a snow day for two yeah. years. They're like, fuck it. I'm going to keep not going to work. My mom, my mom had a, a parent... And he was, like, at home. He worked nights. So when the kid would be at school, the parent would be at home. He'd be sitting on the couch. And uh, he didn't speak English well. And this, the class that my mom was in was teaching him English. And she said you would see him watching, too. And one time he was, like, watching machine, watching machine, like, answering the question. Because <laughs> he was, like, fucking in the class every day with the kid, basically. And they were asking a question, like, what word is this? And he's, like, oh, oh, washing machine, washing machine. They should have had... The mom and dad be there because you know how many lack of parents are probably in that. Well, they were at work. House. That's a lot of pressure. It's like, 
I remember my dad loses goddamn mind. Like, what the fuck's a goddamn scientific cal- calculator? Yeah. That's bullshit. I got a $20 for a field trip. What do they think I'm made of money? And I and I could imagine if like, yo, dad, uh, I need to get the the MacBook Pro and fucking I well, need, they give I them, need no, internet. No, they give them computers now. What? All the students get computers. They they belong to the school and the kids get them. Yeah. And this way that this way no every kid learns how to work on computers and shit. Oh my god, that's like a public school book but electronic. Yeah. Well, they don't have books anymore. They don't give them they don't give them a so bunch of books. You can't write for a good time. Yeah. And your fucking I if science any, book. I wonder geometry. if anybody has like a Bill and Ted's fucking book cover that Taco Bell gave them wrapped around their laptop. Oh man. Remember you take those book covers, you'd flip them over to the white side, you'd wrap your books in it and it'd be all white on it and then you could draw on it. We talked about this earlier today yeah. randomly. You said that they don't teach kids to remember the answers now. They teach them how to find the answers. Yeah, they're not as big anymore. And, and I'm talking about the schools here that I know in Florida. They're not big anymore about, like, you need to memorize all these answers as much as the questions they ask them would be like, so how would you figure out who wrote the Constitution? And it's not like you Google who wrote the Constitution. They would be like, this person was one of the people who wrote the Constitution and was also involved in this. And then they go back into their book and kind of read or they kind of remember it's actually pretty cool because instead of it being like, remember these fucking 30 names, it's like figure out how a question can be asked to you and you can so, use your device to answer it. What you're telling me is the, the our entire years Everything we learned was bullshit. Was a waste of damn time. Yeah, because and, and their theory behind it is they're like, we're not going to teach these kids to memorize a bunch of shit. They still do for math. You need to memorize formulas and stuff like that. But on things like history, they're like, memorize things and learn how to find the answers because your whole life. Yo, bitch, you know how to work your damn iPhone? Yeah, because, Open up the calculator, you dumb motherfucker. Because, yeah, because you know that in life now, they're not going to be like, they're going to be like, learn how to figure it out. Damn. So do you think if you do you think kids are still having to remember their timetables? Yeah, shit? stuff like that. Yeah. They, they, math, they say they're real big on formulas because it's it's useful still. But on things like voca- and vocabulary, too. But on things like big questions on history and stuff like that, a lot of it is figure out an answer and then they write longer answers. That we would write a name, George Washington. They'll write. It was George Washington who crossed the Delaware and blah, 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 blah. So their, their big thing is learning how to find the answer and then explaining the answer. The answer is Google, Alex. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. We grew up, we, we, we were we born up, in the bro- wrong generation. If we could have combined our generations, like have recess and then Google shit, we would be the greatest generations ever. Yeah, man. I, I wish I knew. Because I was like 18 when all the dot-com boom shit started happening. Yeah. I wish I would have been like, yo, man, Steven, hey, bro, like, how do I buy a domain name? Like, I think it was, like, probably in my 30s before I understood the the complete understandings of how, like, a website works. And just, like, if it wasn't for MySpace teaching me in HTML and how to do all different basic coding stuff, I, would, I wouldn't know, you know, what this, this and that was. And, yeah. And just... You know, you think of like GoDaddy, which was so epically, you know, kind of had the market cornered. You bought the domain there, and then they would sell you like the hosting, and then you would just go from there, and your website looked like shit. But you'd be like, whatever. Yeah. And then, then a lot of that stuff was, I don't know, maybe Stephen should come on on this part. But then, then like later on, like Flash got real big, and then it took you know God knows how long for something to load, but it would be cool and animated. And then that kind of went, no, that's not cool no more. Now we're going to go to WordPress. So 
I don't know why I just randomly talked about Throw that. Throw the dick on the screen. It doesn't help Piper's just climbing the desk and shit and just... Well, I got something we can randomly talk about. What's that? List of names of new people who have signed up as members this week. The pages are good. There's two, there's two pages a week, which is good. I'll go first. Ooh, ballsy. Uh, I only have like 10 names, 15 names, so I can only fuck this up so much. We'll see. Uh, one's definitely going to fuck me up. Uh, we got thank you for becoming a member. And if you do become a member, we're going to read off your first and last name. I'm going to attempt to read your first and last name and the city and state. Or and remember, we've got from. Mike's birthday coming up on December 18th, which is the uh, Sexy Santa Party. Yeah, so and then- dress up like any type of mythical. Uh, if you're Jewish, you can come as a dreidel. If you are, are Catholic, you can come up as a baby Jesus, whatever. Or just a baby. You know, we had a girl show up as Jesus. As, oh, yeah, to a Halloween party. Yeah. No, it was Christmas. Was it? Was and, it New and Year's? And then I was yeah. like, I think everyone was like, this is how fucked up we are as a generation. They're like, why is she just like Jesus? I'm like, well, it is a Christmas party. Yeah. I mean. It's kind of his birthday. Or, you she kind of like hit it on the head, you know? Yeah. Fucking. So cheers to her. Um, you think anybody's ever dressed up as like a, just a bloody ass Jesus on Easter? Like, the crucified <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe those guys in those plays and shit, you know? But uh, yeah. So if you join, not only do you get to uh, uh, listen to the podcast, but you can watch the podcast. Yeah. Which is, well, really exciting if you're into two fat dudes sitting on the desk yeah, for two hours. Yeah, a pug hours. walking across and then a giant dick popping on screen. Yeah, it's great. Somebody's, like, fucking rock hard just hearing all of that right now. Yeah. I always wonder, like, when we had that, we had a, we had a nice group of people sign up right after Veterans Day. They're like, they apparently wanted to watch Jenny Jizz take multiple dicks. It was all just head. a bunch of fucking sergeants in the military who wanted to see why their guy took a fucking 96 to come down to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Hopefully, none of these following people uh, got in trouble. Hold up, real quick, Marshall. Do you think anyone's ever watched this video and got called out for stolen valor? Like, they're getting their dick sucked. Some guy's like, that dude was never in the Coast Guard. <laughs> the, the balls of him. You think anyone's ever stolen valor and pretended yes. they were in the Coast Guard, I though? Think, I think you so. You think anyone's ever pretended? No. Has no. anyone ever been like, what do they do? They just show up with a fucking like, a life jacket on? They're like, yeah, I'm in the Coast Guard. Fuck it. Yeah, you are. You know? <laughs> I, I think... Out of all the dudes that came here over the years, I think we've probably had a couple guys who weren't vets that were yeah. like just talking. And then they, you know, they just assumed that they would get away with it. And they would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for Jenny Jizz and that meddling dog. Someone's having cold sweats right now, like, oh, no, I feel bad. I got to confess to the world that I didn't deserve that blowjob. It's like an 18-year-old kid. I'm like, where'd you serve? He's like, Desert Storm. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> all right, kid. Get your dick sucked. Jenny wants it. Well, uh, I'll tell you who else wants it, and that is Doug Bastillo from Orlando, Florida, Robert James from Paisa, Illinois, Brandon Yeager from Meshoppen, Pennsylvania, Jeffrey Screeps from Orlando, Florida, Chuck Churchill from whatever the fuck, CBS. Uh, Pharmacy? NLCA. Uh, that's some Canadian shit. NLCA? Columbia, the... Canadian, British Columbia, NL. What's NL? CA. That's some Canadian shit. I just feel it. If it's CA, it's definitely Canada. Uh, Brock Jocka from Westville, Indiana. Jerry Ennis from Apopka, Florida. Andrew Strahan. Strahan? Strahan. Strahan from Brookings, Oregon. Tim Littlewood from Mount Lowe, 
Ooh. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. I got this one. Queensland, Australia. Hell yeah. Thank you, Tim Littlewood. Um, sure, it's been rough. Yeah, him. Tim Littlewood. Yeah. Well, he probably has a huge wood, but no, probably. he's like, God damn it. My fucking name. Is- oh, that's Irish. Uh, <laughs> what's the Australia one? I forget. <laughs> what's the Australia Once I accidentally mistaken their fucking uh, accents, it's, uh, I just keep going right back to it. Uh, Ricardo Gonzalez from Dallas, Texas. Anthony uh, Bairden from Winter Haven, Florida. We got uh, Doolin Cook from Kentwell's, Kentworth. Um, You're doing great. GB says county optionals. Can we not make the county or country optional? Can we, can we make it? Yes, they got to like put something. Um, Chad Blakemore from Chad Rip- the Booty. I wish. Uh, he's he's probably dead. Um, Chad Blakemore from Riverside, California, and another Alexandra Ellis from Parsburg, Delaware. Hell yeah! Well, I've got I got the, that was the short list. I felt like I did two pages right there, but I know I damn, damn sure didn't. I've got Jamarl Prince from Mascot, Florida. William Morris from Rochester. William New York. Morris, that's dude, that's fucking huge. <laughs> Tyler Healy from Fort St. John, British Columbia. Chris DeMondo from Elmhurst, Illinois. Uh, <laughs> Pablo Carrasco from Carrasco. Pomano, California. Damian Brooks from Leesburg, Florida, just down the way. Hope you come to the next event. Dylan Martinez from Bowling Green, Florida. Uh, Nick Mackin from Louisville, Kentucky. Joe Johnson from Sagamore, Ohio. Chris Ward from Houston, Teas. Taylor Newton from Clearwater, Florida. Jake Balakas from Spruce Head. M.E. What is that, Maine? M.E.? M.E. Yeah, I think it's Maine. Maine. Jacob Lamar from Livermore, California. Adam Young from Clinton, Indiana. Ryan Wire from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Brock Golan from New South Wales, Australia. Uh, Donald Poindexter. Fuck. That's just a worse last name, man. Poindexter from Jacksonville, Florida. Jeremy Lambert from Groveland, Florida. Matthew Smith from Greeley, Colorado. Justin Jimenez from Lake Jimenez. California. Gary Gear from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Tyler Anderson from South Glen Falls, New York. Kyle Beechard from Fred, was it Freeburg, Illinois. Uh, (laughs) Nate Bob from Morris Plains, New Jersey. Michael Cooley from Westland, Michigan. Yo, fucking cool. How you doing, guy? George Garcia from Simpsonville, South Carolina. Jared Moan from Toledo, Ohio. Paul DeGregorio from Hatterboro, Pennsylvania. I don't know if I pronounced that right. Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Why don't I just shut up? I'm not allowed to critique you. Go ahead. You are. We're both allowed to. Terry Livral from Florence, Arizona. Chris Mack from Babylon, New York. Jordan Trotter from Calgary, Albany, uh, Canada. Clayton Simpson from Williamsburg, North Carolina. Jennifer Ward from Largo, Florida. Largo. You went to school with Jennifer Ward, didn't you? I have no... No, I don't think so. Not no? from Largo, okay. no. Uh, Denver Ryan from Liberty, Missouri. Cody Walter from Brookville, Ohio. Hunter Colangelo from Tennessee, Philip Kane from New York, Jared Gooley from Texas, Dev D E G R. I don't know if that's Digger or Dag from Monticello, New York, 
Chris Lardicus from Chicago, Hector Fernandez from California, and Tyler Roach from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you very much, guys. We really do appreciate it. You keep the lights on here, and you enable a, a fucking idiot fuck-up to chase his dreams and have continue to build something that is hopefully larger than anything that I could ever imagine. Well, so. guys, we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to hear about Mike Busey's experience with Aaron Fector, the creator of the Rocket Fire Explosion, who that is the band that you saw growing up at Showbiz Pizza. We're also going to hear about throwing up all on the bus, scallies everywhere, the transmission breaking and down. And the Tiger King. And the Tiger King, too. You're listening to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships are missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I got to fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, But I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, 
Enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White and Team Blue, not Team Black, if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The member's weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like is it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's gonna show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, Athletes, models, and porn stars have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At members' weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to members' weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that you're in. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Oh!
Well, it's been a busy, busy last couple of months. Been a busy couple of years. Uh, the last six Even though the world though. went to shit two years ago, at the strike of fucking New Year's Eve 2020, it just, we went to Columbia, everything was great, we were filming great content, we were getting ready to travel the whole world, we were going to go to Europe for a month, all this awesome, cool shit, but we still kept going forward, and I just want to say uh, how fortunate I feel and how lucky we are to continuously push forward. Even though in the face of adversities and financial issues and just uh, still trying to figure out how to be a business person and learning the do's and the don'ts and going through an IRS audit and paying thousands of dollars because of just improper management of people from the past and bad CPA we're still here today. Yeah. We're still here. Moving and forward. I know them haters are fucking punching the fucking I sky know right hating. now. Can you imagine if you're a, a hater of us and you just keep still seeing us fucking win? That is got. They they have got to be just like. I almost feel why? bad for them. No, I do. Because they have to be in constant misery of it. Yeah. I mean. I understand. This is what I'm saying. Listen. Fuck the haters. I understand people who just didn't think we were going to make it and never wished bad on us. I get that. From the outside looking in, I could see why you thought we weren't going to make it. I understand that. But, but the too late. Who- you done fucked up now, motherfuckers, because we are on the number one show in the fucking world. Bitch. I get king too, baby. So let me give you a recap. Last week, we were on air. We were, we were, were doing our podcast right before Tiger King 2 dropped. And we knew that Rebecca Chaiklin and Aaron Good, Eric Good had come here. They had filmed with us. They had filmed multiple stuff with us. They had been working with us. They had been talking with us. And Rebecca Chaiklin had told us, yes, you are on season two of the Tiger King. And yes, she had told me, you actually guys get a credit. They, 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 they give you a, um, what's it called? Um, what was it? They had the name up and stuff. I forget what uh, it, mention, a title. mention, a title, a title. title you get mention. a title up there. So I was like, cool. But we had no clue how we were going to be represented. And my prediction was wrong. I thought we were going to just, that the house was going to be represented and Mike really wasn't going to be in it. And they were just going to use it as like an in-passing location. And that's not the case. Instead, Mike was in the first like 11 minutes of the first episode of Tiger King because James Garrison was here and he'd been here multiple times. And so had Rebecca and Eric and them working the project. But James Garrison was here and they used this as a location to kind of showcase uh, or, or Mike asked the question that all the people who are watching Tiger King wanted to know from uh, the hard hitting question, the hard hitting question, man. He was like the fucking Geraldo Rivera of Netflix. He asked James basically everybody thinks you're the villain. Because everybody has seen you in the first Tiger King, and this is your chance to kind of redeem yourself. And then he also asked him uh, if he thought Joe was guilty uh, of the crimes that Joe was uh, uh, convicted of. Well, w- just to back up a little bit, I... I always get worried when Mike says just to back up, because I feel he's going to be like, so there I am, I'm nine years old, right? This is the first time I met a Tiger King. There was this cricket in this magazine. You need to know about this cricket if I'm going to eventually get to the Tiger King. It's Miguel, very Miguel, I'm getting there, all right? Just chill. I'm just getting there. So we we talked about it in previous episodes of how we were kind of just sucked into it, just like the rest of the world, and then how – because that's like the number one question people want to know is like, 
where the fuck do you fit into all this Tiger King shit? <laughs> <laughs> and the honest answer is we don't fucking know either. We don't know either. We That's, just fell into it deeply. And and um, I've, I've hinted around, flirted with the dimensions that they are interested in doing. They, 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 they want a new uh, Joe Exotic. And, and they definitely find a lot of similarities. And they definitely know there's a story there. So... You yeah. guys don't know how much we've we got gained, something in how the much works. we've gained from the Tiger King. We've 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 made friends, powerful and important friends in Netflix. We've made powerful friends that are investigators. We met a Scally that from uh, it, met, yeah. Uh, my my fucking Instagram DMs are on fire. My phone is on fire. We got British guys calling us at like two in the, <laughs> two in the morning. Hello, mate. Is you are you fucking tigers ever that mate? And, and man, I got, those guys were great. <laughs> I got people from that I ain't talked to in 20 years. There was a girl who DM'd me, and or no, she didn't DM me. She texted me. She goes, "Oh my god, I thought you were dead." And she's like, and, "But then I just saw you on Tiger King," and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Like, here's one of the craziest. Sorry things. to disappoint you, but I'm alive, bitch. We got a DM from a girl. She's a doctor, and she's like. That house is the house my parents built. Talking about this house, she's like, I saw it on the Tiger King. I've never, she's like, I always wondered what happened to it and who is living there. She's like, I'm watching the Tiger King and all of a sudden I see the house I grew up in and my family's coat of arms hanging from the front. And they were like, that's what that is. I've been trying to take that shit down for years. Yeah. <laughs> trying to put a sausage castle sign over my fat ass can't get up that high. No, but, uh, like we so also, also we, we ca- I came with low expectations, and we knew that there would be something that would make the final cut. But then when we saw the trailers, we were like, oh, "Okay, maybe." maybe. Yeah, we saw the swing, and 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 we saw we saw Courtney, yeah, uh, Courtney dance on the, pole. on the pole. You see, you see uh, James Garrison uh, in in the living room. So we're like, "All right," and and I know here's the thing: we filmed for hours, and yeah. I said a lot of awesome, funny shit. And what they what obviously made the cut was definitely nothing that funny, or because there was some things that like I definitely turned the heat up on James, and I definitely was like, "Yo, motherfucker!" Basically, I didn't want you to come to my house. I thought you were a piece of shit, and but here we are now. So what's up? Did you do you think Joe Exotic uh, hired someone to kill Carol Baskins? And and and, and you all seen by now, hopefully. If not, you still got. Plenty of time uh, over this Thanksgiving. I think that's like the the, the new wave is going to be. Yeah. Only the hardcore people watch it like the days well, it drops. Well, the way these streaming networks do it is they do it a week <clears throat> before the holidays, whereas major motion pictures drop the week of the holiday, if not over the holiday, because they know people will be like, hey, let's go see a movie. Streaming networks know if they drop it the week before a holiday, then when the holiday happens and everyone's together, people are going to be like, have you watched The Tiger King? We have to watch it. And then, if that uh, is what they're doing, it is very ingenious because there are going to be a lot of you that might even listen to this fucking shit and then be like, hey, Grandma, why don't we turn on that Tiger King while we're eating this dry-ass turkey what if, cookie, what if, bitch? There's going to be some family sitting there watching the Tiger King and they're like, and Mike pops up and some old man's going to be like, I've been to the veterans party. You know? Someone's like, God damn, Guy Fieri looks like shit. I went to Gottfieri's house and there was a chick suction a bunch of dicks once. <laughs> oh, Harold, sit down. You always tell this story. I'm telling you the goddamn truth. He God. saw my airborne jacket and said, do you want to come over and get big beans and a haircut? I got a haircut. 
what? And then his giant dick came out, and it was all... God damn it, Harold. Guy Fieri's not giving out blowjobs. I'm just sit back and relax. you always a liar. You've always been a liar, Stephanie. Ever since you told me that was my baby, I knew you was a liar. You know that. I'm not Korean. Why is that boy Korean? I love you, Daniel. You're my son, but I have questions. Yeah, it's going to... It. I'm excited for the Here, second wave because we also we also had to go through. So this is what happened. Right after it dropped, me and Mike hit each other up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, right when it dropped. And we found the exact spot, and we were checking it out, talking. What was funny was we were all going to have the team split up and watch a different episode. But it just happened to be the first goddamn yeah. episode right, there. right in the middle of it. So Which is kind of good because if you have a short attention span like me or... You're just some random, like, you're not a hardcore, like, one of... There's a lot of people that watch shows, I believe, especially series, and they never finish it. Yeah, lots of people. Everybody watched the first ten minutes of it. I, I like the, the third episode of Squid Games. I don't know if I really watched it. I was kind of in the room with it. You know? and <laughs> I was in the room with it. Yeah, you know, so I'm like, I still got some questions. I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, what happened to that one Chinese guy? What yeah. Are, or that Korean guy, whatever the fuck they Yeah, were. we're trying to get in Squid Games, too, so we own Netflix, you yeah. know? Yeah, so uh, but with the we, cool- could, we couldn't ask for a better situation because... We really have no relevance to all of the story. That's the thing, yeah. Like we, we. But were, then we do. We, and now we're forever attached to it. Forever attached. And then the next day, that's when all the media started coming. You can go if you Google who is Mike Busey, Tiger King two. You'll start seeing all these reports that came out. Oh, God. Newsweek ran the first one, but the best part is. These are responsible media networks, right? You, 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 think you would the, think. You would think. The shit we had. To, we had to contact Mitchell Sunderland, our uh, our fucking um, our publicist, and Mitchell had to go go to town on people because guys, they were putting. They, and he's, he's gay as fuck, and he definitely <laughs> would go to town on you. We were we like literally. They were, Love you, Mitchell. There was there was posted like Mike Busey, owner of a sex mansion that throws sex parties where your wildest sexual fantasies can be catered to. And I was like, dude, if you could get your wildest sexual fantasies catered to over here i wouldn't have to wait that like have 12 minute blowjobs i'd be able to fucking i'd be able to have a good time like you get you have one day of the year you're handing out free blowjobs to veterans and yeah then, then, then they they copy and paste it they, they were they were they were talking they called about, the busey beauties the busey babes they were talking about furniture the church porno pew that, that hasn't been even around in like six years yeah they had they, and then all these other articles just copied it yeah so if you've ever read a story about me online, it is full of bull fucking shit. It is, it is almost the point where I'm gonna have to start suing these motherfuckers because it's like they don't even have to barely Google. They could Google down a flight of stairs and fall into factual information. They don't even try. They just copy and paste. They don't even go to our website. It's like plagiarism two point. The the new generation of plagiarism. Yeah. Oh, this this fucking news agency that no one's ever heard of. They wrote this well, twelve years ago. Let's just copy and paste well, this whole goddamn article. Check this out. One of the one of the articles was from this this news organization that started it out with "Who is Mike Busey?" Newsweek says and then it it gave the whole Newsweek article. It, it was it's, it's imagine cringy. you turned in a paper for school and you were like, "Who is George Washington?" <laughs> Wikipedia says and just the went ahead and gave Britannica it. Yeah, says. and gave the whole thing from them. Webster Dictionary says. Yeah. Yeah, it was cringy as fuck, and it's horrible, and it cock blocks the shit on me on Tinder, because some girl's like, oh, I heard you're a porn star, and you have sex parties. Like, what is a fucking sex party? That's my question. Define a sex party, because everybody's been to a party where someone had sex. Yeah. So what is a sex party? Yeah, so... Webster's no, defines a sex party as... <laughs> there isn't an organized, like... 
It's not on an itinerary, like, all right, everyone go fuck over well, here. Well, to be fair, you do put orgy on the itinerary, and we never have one. No, well, <laughs> maybe once or twice. It's on there, it's on there at I, 5 a.m. because it, we know we're going to be clearing the house out. If they didn't Google anything, I know they damn sure didn't look at an itinerary from one event I'm gonna give you guys. A, I'm going to give you guys a secret. Whenever you see 5 a.m. itinerary, when the, uh, the orgy says 5 a.m. outside, that's so we can clear everyone out of the house. Yeah, so, <laughs> we're like, you guys aren't going to go to that lakeside orgy. <laughs> like, yeah, get we, out of the house. People have definitely had a lot of sex at our house. I've had a lot of sex yeah. here. The whole world's had a lot of sex here. But that's what people do. It's, yeah. it's casual. It's consensual. a house. So people have sex in a house. Yeah. But the party isn't about having sex. It's not even a sex house. Like A lot of these people are having sex in the woods. It should be a, a sex woods. Sex compound. A sex forest. Yeah. There's the wildest sex forest in America. I wish they would I wish they would like instantly be like, here's a picture of one of his sex parties and cut to like the fucking Cinco de Mayo putt-putt tournament. And it's yeah. like, look at all that sex. It's like, yeah, they're shoving those putters where they don't belong. Yeah. Here's the sex party. We bought a scrambler. They're like, they just hear Florida man. They're like, yeah, let's get him. Yeah. Fuck him. Oh, this dumb motherfucker. Get him. Get him. And it's like, it used to like really, really fucking really like upset me. But then I was like, oh, well, so if someone sees something and they aren't into it because of some headline, then, and we know by now, hopefully, hopefully, most of the world understands sensationalism of social media and, and news agencies. So hopefully now you're smart enough to know that the clickbait shit, you know how many times I've clicked something's like, holy fuck, did this guy die? I'm like, oh my God, Danny Treyu died? Fuck, I hope not. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's what? what the fuck is I like this when shit? It start, I like when the clickbait says, did this guy die? And you're like, oh shit, did Danny Trejo die? You click on it and it's like, no. But it's like that's the whole article. One of the guys, like the reptile guy, killed himself the other day, and it says Tiger King killed himself. And then in like a smaller font goes the guy, the reptile guy from Tiger King, and it's like, oh my god, these mother. And then the, and it's a picture of Joe Exotic, yeah, and a tiger. All the pictures when it was uh, on some of the articles when it was like who is Mike Busey from Tiger King two it's Joe Exotic and like a line and then you next to it like like they were ever gonna find a picture of you two together yeah. uh, and they're, they're just like Mike Busey Joe Exotic do they hang out together no they do not yeah so it's it's just y'all know by now how fucking retarded news people are and you would think some of these are super legit like some of Newsweek these- I expected Newsweek to be legit yeah and. It, it, it was also kind of flattering because I was like, oh, so after watching all that Tiger King. Because it was, it, was, it was one hour after Tiger King came out. It was 5 a.m. Uh, East Coast time. They're like, quickly, get to my keyboard. Who is this? Who is this guy? And it's flattering because in a way, I feel like that all those characters like kind of are maybe at the end of the rope of their storyline maybe yeah. in a way. because. With the USDA cracking down on, you know, captivities for large cats, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, I have, It's so crazy, too, because until we talked to James Garrison and stuff, I had never thought of the USDA as a law enforcement agency. Too, yeah, I was not like, yo, those those guys with the meat? Yeah, they're like, come, like they're coming in warehouses like, these steaks aren't certified. Drop them, drop them. <laughs> yeah, so like. USDA, motherfuckers. N- not that you want to hear my opinion about this, but I'll just say this. Give it. You're, you're, hey. 
you're one of the stars of Tiger King 2. You yeah. own the sex house with the Busey babes. I mean, if you have ADD like me, you're just going to fucking watch the first episode and think I was like the whole fucking movie. And then you're like, yeah, you fucking did it. What do you do in second episode? I'm like, actually, watching my head, it. My head is in the fourth episode. Ooh, we're getting on IMDb now. Yeah. Double credits. Ch- better change those credits around. <laughs> and uh, we heard rumors that there's going to be three more episodes dropping after the holidays. That's what we're hearing. Yeah, That's, we don't, I don't know. know. We're not like the authoritative figure on this. Cause we didn't even we, know we were in this one. Yeah, we didn't even know. We we knew what we did with it and what was said, and we know that I definitely. I was nervous, for a man, while. because we had talked about it and we we had, we didn't push it hard. But I was, I didn't want to be that asshole like Brian Idol. Like, yo, I'm fucking totally in this A and E dub. <laughs> This A and E show, fucking A, and then be like, oh shit, they cut me out. Yeah, and I and I didn't know what light we were gonna be in or anything. That's the only thing I, I was more worried about that. But the thing that bothers me is when, and this is petty, but when you appeared on it, people who you know I've been talking to for at least a year saying, yeah, we might be in Tiger King. We shot this, blah blah. People were hitting me up like, yo. I saw Mike Busey on Tiger King. I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was telling you. They're like, you never said anything about this. And I'm like, you motherfuckers. Well, what's funny is that, you know, a lot of people like to brag about shit and talk about things or count their chickens before they hatch. Or they, Put whatever, in the microwave. exaggerate things. But then uh, when they see it, like, like I said, these the haters have definitely had a rough year this year. Because we have constantly... We went from this to that to this to that to this thing going on. That happened. We maintain relevancy through a very, very turbulent time. Yeah, and that's kind of the cool thing about being who we are is that we're. I don't think we'll ever be on like some super huge level. Um, so then we'll never have enough relevancy for anyone to care enough about to fucking try to really we, shit on us. Yeah, like the thing is, people we'll, who we'll fuck always with be us- like the known underground guy that you that's had a lot of like flirtatious dances with some huge major things but will we ever do whatever i don't know and the thing is the people who fuck with us fuck with us hard uh i just i i I facetimed this girl who's a big fan of ours and she's also really hot as fuck and she's always like watches the podcast she was just talking to me about when art was on the podcast last time and it's like it's dope that we got people like that that support us that much that they talk to me about the podcast and the things we do with the same passion that uh, we have for doing it. So shout out to her and everybody else who who, who supports us. Right now all around the world, there's a shitty uh, rapper who delusionally thinks that they have a future in the entertainment business. And they would probably fuck their mom. Chop off their dick and sell their soul to the devil to do what we've done on a weekend. Yeah. So we're very, very fortunate. And uh, it's very humbling to be like, wow, okay, shit, damn, millions of people all around the world. Like when you think about that stuff, it's like, yo, if they were paying attention the first episode, 10 minutes into the motherfucker, like Kim Jong-un or fucking. Because we talked about that. We're like, who do we think? Was the biggest celebrity that watched Tiger King? Who's the most, not even celebrity, like, who is the most, like, do you think Putin watched it? Did did Donald Trump watch it? Did fucking the Queen Queen Elizabeth watch it? Did the Pope watch it? Like, because now it means, and, and this is the truth, it doesn't mean that those people care about us. It just means now they know about us. Yeah. And that's huge, too. We definitely, my, I still have probably tons of messages I haven't opened up yet. And, 
my phone definitely lit on fire. Yeah. Like I said, I had girls that had matched with me on Tinder like eight years ago hitting me up. I, I had people tweeting, oh, man, I had my chance. I should. I'm like, and it just kind of like also lets you in on the inside of how people think, too. Because they think they're like, oh, yeah. Like, what do you think? I got millions of dollars to do that shit or oh, something? Oh, people ask. Because people don't know how documentaries work. Hey, here's an opener, for guys. Nobody gets paid for a documentary. Hey, Miguel, I wasn't going to have to say all that yeah, shit. Here's, God damn here's it. the all truth, right, guys. Streets are open. People don't get paid for documentaries. Yeah. Everybody keeps asking me. They're like, oh, man, those guys got rich off Tiger No, they get they get famous off using their relevancy and trying to catapult it. First, it's Gary else. Busey gave me all my money. Then it's my house burned down that I didn't own. Got me. Now yeah. it's going to be And sex parties with the Busey babes. Hell, yeah. They just, it's, you know, whatever. And, and uh, the, it, it's exciting for the people who have followed us for a while. I like when, I just it's think. Like it's, seeing your first, it's like seeing your your band that you really like and they finally yeah. get an award or something. I just like when people say you have you, you help people fulfill their wildest sexual fantasies. The, the, what is their wildest sexual fantasy? A stripper fucking a lawn boy? Because that happens here more often than anything else. Yeah, well, I mean, to an extent, some of it's true. Does people have sex in this house? Yes, but... That's the thing where it's like you really miss the it's like it's like reading the Bible and you'd be like, Well, so I'm supposed to rest on the Sabbath? That's all you got <laughs> out of the goddamn Bible, the whole thing. That's and you my whole life is on the internet and that's what you got out of it that you think that we're just throwing sex parties. Yeah. Like, it's like we have rooms where people spend the night like a hotel and guess what? If they hooked up with somebody, they hook up. Yeah. It's not like welcome to your room, here's your microwave, here's your whores, you know? Yeah. The, the, the the fucking idiocracy that continuously continuously follows me. We've had people hit us up and say, "Hey, I'd like to come to your party and book a room." We're like, "Cool, this is how it works." Blah, blah. They're like, "Cool." They're like, "How does it work with the girls?" And we're like, "Ah, uh, you know, if you, if you bring a female guest, you can stay for free." They're like, no, 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 no. Do I get like a girl? And we're like, "Motherfucker, is that a fucking brothel?" Yeah, they they love to think that. Yeah, and. It's always the guys who get no pussy that just assume that. Anyway. Yeah, because they're hoping to God that finally, yeah. like, finally, I can just put an order in. I'll be like, a brunette, missing a leg, you know, this is what I want. Yeah, and oh, uh, man. it's a... Uh, it's a house where people party. It been- sucks, but the, the intelligent ones will see it, go do their own research. It'll take them fucking God knows how long to catch up. I mean, shit, there's a lot of two-hour episodes on fucking... The internet, yeah. they will definitely. I think the podcast gets you, gives you the most in depth uh, perspective of what we've done and it what we're doing. It helps you see week by week, too. Yeah, it's chronologically, historically, like, accurate. That's what is, that is what's cool about doing it, is that we get to, like, basically, it's an audio diary slash video if you're a member of MikeBC.com. And uh, it's, um, it's fucking cool, man. I ain't gonna lie, because, like, to me, it's just another really awesome project that has so much relevancy because it is so huge a part of like pop culture as of recently. Like twenty years from here, people are gonna still know what the fuck that is. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Not very cool. It's very cool, but it's not like okay. It's not like I. When, we're not idiots, and we think that oh, we've made it. Yeah, like when people are saying oh, congratulations, and I'm like, dude, that's so awesome. Thank you, I appreciate it. But it's not like we we got to go back to work tomorrow. Yeah, it's like we didn't do anything really to necessarily deserve it. I mean, yeah. we put ourselves we're in just, these positions. We're in it because we put ourselves in a good position, and we we were smart enough to to work the angles. But at the end of the day, this isn't going to be. I mean, six months from now, this isn't. 
this doesn't matter as much as it did a week ago. You know, it's just another good thing for us. Yeah, it's it's definitely in a little merit badge. It's a medal on our uniform. And it keeps say. us relevant, and we keep p- pulling relevancy. We keep because ma- here's the deal. Uh, there's a whole other market to us. Like guys, uh, if you don't, you probably don't know, but in the reggaeton world. Our location is fucking huge. Yeah, well, we're we're doing big things in, in the the Latin uh, world and community, and people don't get it because sometimes different genres don't cross where people don't understand the relevancy. But we literally had one of the biggest reggaeton art. I mean, I mean, a superstar. You're talking twelve million followers, Godfather of reggaeton, and that's people who listen to reggaeton. Yeah, and I saw a, a, a chart actually um, yesterday, and it was breaking down. The percentages of who listens to what music, yeah, according to streaming numbers. So I think it was thirty-two percent listen to hip hop, rap, yeah. hip hop slash rap, and then the the next one right next to that was rock and roll, which was like alternative rock, yeah, rock music, and that was around fifteen percent, and then the one right behind it. I think it was 8%, which I thought was going to be way higher, which was EDM music. So eight, it's basically hip-hop, rock, then EDM, which I was like, what? How is yeah. that? I, I thought those numbers were off. And then it goes on. I think there's like um, – then there was – there was – Like country. Country was right after that. And then I think it was Latino music. And at the very end, it was like jazz or classical. And you think about it, besides jazz and classical. It was like 2% or something. Besides jazz and classical, we've had a representation with all those genres. And there's people in the hip-hop community that fuck with us and know who we are uh, who don't even know the other things we've done. They've just seen us in hip-hop videos. They're like, oh, you're in the Plies video. You're in the Joyner Lucas video, this. That's been the hardest problem about my quote-unquote career, if you could call it that, is uh, educating the consumer that's consuming my content on what all I do because I have been very versatile because one day it's dry on this and one day it's pouring over here. One day I'm like, I'm backed up. I'm into my ear. I'm in the weeds and reggaeton videos. Oh shit. Now people want to do rockstar weekends. Oh, they want to do a tour. We're doing bookings. Oh, we're fucking filming crazy shit over here. And I have, uh, dedicated most of my time to the members on trying to learn the tricks and and learn how to be better and strengthen my team to deliver uh quality content to them on a continuous basis and always growing and uh yeah it's exciting man because it just brings so much so many eyes to the brand like i ain't gonna lie there's a lot of fucking mm, some mm, it's 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 sexy right now in my DMs. There's a lot of like, and they don't even they don't even flirt with it. They just like saw you on Tiger King. What's up? On a party? I'm like, oh shit. What's up, girl? What's up, Shawty? And that stuff's cool. And I and here's the thing too is like, I'm different from the different people a part of some of these shows, especially like these docs, because I've been living this life for so long, so it doesn't like go to my head or phase me. I feel like some of those guys is like it ruins them in a way because they're they're not. They're animal people. Yeah. They weren't like... They're like Tommy st- Mason. Yeah, they're, they're like a And you were living legend. the animal life way before them, too. Yeah. Mike, you could school them on everything. You're like monkey fighting. <laughs> you have a monkey fought when you're just trying to watch X-Men and you also have a boner because you're 13? Well, what's cool is that uh, when I'm talking to the director and she shows up to film her production and then all of a sudden the entire production 
swerves over to like, wait a minute. So you you've been doing this how long? And you got footage of this? And then they kind of like kind of call your bluff, and then you open up a closet, and there's 500 old ass tapes in a closet, and they're like, oh shit, he's not bullshitting. And then you start telling them stories about just key points, and then they're more interested in like a Monday bullshit thing about something that happened that like went viral or something, like me interviewing the the, the pastor who was burning the Qurans. They were more intrigued by that than like the FBI moving into my house. <laughs> like they were like. So tell me, you interviewed this preacher who was going to burn Qurans in 9-11? I was like, yeah. It's like, wow. And they were like, I want more of that. And then I told her how we're going to start filming another production where I'm going to go look for my biological father. And she was like, no, 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 don't, 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 don't start yet. Wait for me. Wait for me. And probably shouldn't say too much, but we've already submitted some outlines of the story of Mike Busey. And the Sausage Castle, with a lot of it focusing on Sausage Castle 7, the the climactic uh, Armageddon showdown with me and Osceola County, and all the crazy shit that's happened. I got it all on camera. I got photos, videos. I got witnesses. So we have an entire like documentary story that could probably do five seasons off the rip without even trying. The only thing it requires is a shit little editing and doing some more like current interviews and turning it into a story, you know, cause you've got all yeah, the pieces piecing it together, which that's yeah. what they'll do. Yeah. That's their thing. Yeah. And I hope they can track down Tommy Mason's monkeys. Well, probably, uh, probably not since most of them are almost dead. The but, sugar uh, bear just sitting there smoking a cigarette. I remember that motherfucker. <laughs> Tell him I said, <laughs> like, can you imagine like post Malone sits down and says, yeah, I spent my 21st birthday there and we shot fucking, Assault rifles and fucking blew shit up and all the people have come and gone and and then like some of these people that no one knew about like no one knew who MGK was when I was like hanging out with them in the beginning they had heard a little bit I remember that because I mean uh, when MG- I remember trying to tell Scally I can always tell when Scallywags when my friends are blowing up is when the Scallywags uh, somehow put two two together like hey remember when you invited me to that guy's show when's his next one I'm like oh yeah you saw him in the VMAs you, bitch okay do you know right. what do you know what Scally's are notorious for I'll say like hey uh, this dude's coming over to hang out we want to have some girls to party they're like send me his IG like yeah. they want to see they're like if there's a blue check mark and, and they've got th- hundreds of thousands they're like I'll be over in an hour and then I see some of these bitches fucking fucking the merch guy yeah but they'll still fuck the merch guy or the long guy yeah it's just like blows my mind but it's whatever. We don't care. You know, if uh, if you want to donate your genitals to a, a fun experience that is consensual to one of our friends, whatever status. Come on down to one of our sex parties with yeah. the Busey boys. Yeah. <laughs> We're handing out blowjobs every day of the week. Yeah, like. No, um, only Veterans Day. Yeah, it's it's cool because this is what I do for a living. And some what's wrong with a lot of society is that now they're all being taught, yeah, fuck a job. You could just go be a YouTuber. And they think that... They, they go think down, it's they not go, a job, too. Yeah, they go down the Best Buy, and they buy the, the the content creator package. They get their tripod and their LED light, their little ring light, and then they their cute little asses, oh, hi, I'm Bob, and uh, today... I, Today, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Can the you please like, asses, subscribe and, and then it goes and share? to I'm Bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, it's like, fuck, man. Like, y'all, y'all think it's like, if it's not real organic, eventually people are going to be like, ugh. Like, at least, at least anyone. And they think there's a formula to how it works. Like, I'll just do this and this will work. 
I've mastered like that's one thing I know that I can like yeah fuck you like I don't even have to try anymore like I accidentally wake up and then there's a situation happening or we don't we don't even it's not like we emailed Tiger King at AOL.com and said yo you want to come put us in the thing no like once you put so much out there into the universe you attract things it's the laws of attraction and you dedicate 22 years of your life trying to fight for your right to party and to have fun and just enjoy life with your bros and consensually share your genitals with the world and let the average Joe just swipe up, become a member, and then see all the uncensored reality of what we got going on. Like, dude, there's nobody that is putting out hour-long montage of a house party that is happening at a place like this to where you will laugh, cry, get a boner, maybe puke, and be disgusted, maybe be offended, and then you'll cry at the end and be like, oh, my God, that dude just got his dick sucked, and it's never happened. And that's what's cool about what we're doing because it's real. It's real people, real content. Not only is it real people, real content, but we're inviting everyone who wants to come to experience it themselves live in person at the house that it all happens at with me, the guy who created it all. It'd be like if if you looked up to Spider-Man and then Spider-Man's like, hey, go to Spider-Man.com and become a member. You would come cry fight with me, motherfuckers. Hop on my back. And we're going to film it all. And you're going to be in the next Spider-Man movie. And, and fuck, we'll probably become friends. And then you'll stay at my house for days. And you'll probably buy me dinner the next day at Applebee's. Fuck. Like, yeah, that's – it's kind of – Easily. You want to fuck one of Mary Jane's homegirls? Because she's feeling you, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. You're fat and you got a small dick like Mike? Well, shit. There's all kinds of lonely motherfuckers getting laid around here. and, and Welcome it's, to the Spider Castle. <laughs> there, there is definitely a mystique to the place. Um, and I'm not talking about the weird uh, the real, the real, weird paranormal things that have happened here. Because I've had, had some paranormal things happen. I'll get into that later. Uh, or I, you won't watch. Yeah, well, yeah, well, watch. I'm, I'm, I'm on fire. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this because I'm excited. We're, we're excited. Well, why don't you talk not about for, the rocket fire explosion? Though? Not, not for what, not, not for what, like it is, but for what is to come. Because now the whole world is getting like cock teased on what we do here, and then the smart ones. It's like a, it's like a little, like a, like a Morse code in the universe. Somebody's like, "Oh shit! What the who the fuck is this guy for here, motherfucker? What the fuck? What the fuck? They got a they got infrastructure and a website, and they've been doing this how long? What the how? And then some people they get worked up. They're like, "How am I just now hearing about this guy?" And we've had all kinds of important people hit us up. You name it, all kinds of people that I like that I follow and watch. Now they're following me and they're DMing me and shit. And I'm not gonna get into all that, but there's so many cool things happening. But even if it, nothing happens of it. That's the point of who we are and what we do here. We just keep moving. When when you wait for them, that's when you get disappointed. When you have expectations and you put your destiny in the hands of someone else, that's when you get disappointed. So not to turn this into a TED Talk or anything, but if you want something in life, you go out and fucking get it. And I remember for so, so long that I would always hear, oh, if you want to make it in the business, you got to go out to LA, LA, bro. That's where you got to go to get the auction. And I always had the mentality, like, no, fuck that. Like, I want to be so big that Hollywood has to come to me. And that's what they've done over and over and over. And my friend Mojo, who is formerly in the WWE, just said to me, just watch you on the Tiger King. I'm now nervous to be around you. <laughs> 
I don't know what that means, Mojo, but whatever. Uh, and you've seen the text messages. It is literally a shit thing. And it's not – here's the thing. The one thing I want to say to be an emotional homo, it's not necessarily me or just the brand and, and everyone that's here. It's It's a win for everyone who fucks with us because in all reality, this will lead to other things – that will lead to other things that lead to other things, other things, whether it be money, opportunity. Oh, cool. Now we can afford to build a roller coaster that you'll come and get finger banged on or, or cool. Now we can afford to build a zip line that goes through a tunnel of love and, and just have fun. And, and it it is fun. That's why we document things and show and share with the rest of the world so that hopefully whatever you're going through, whether it's a good day, a bad day, that hopefully we get your mind off it just for that little bit because you probably have definitely have internet. You, you, try being me sitting down eating a couple hot dogs and I'm all excited and I put on YouTube and it just keeps spinning. I'm watching things at 136. Like you would think by now the resolution, sometimes I don't even, I just see like a, a, a blurry image and I hear it. You know, it's bad. So hopefully wherever you are, you're enjoying watching the ride and. And for the ones that have been watching for a while, it is it's probably even more exciting because if you just joined us, it's kind of it kind of feel bad because you, you don't really know what all's gone into it to get to here, and that's why I love telling my story because I don't want people to think, even though they're gonna think no matter what, you can't control it. Some people think like, oh, you just like fell into this money or something. And I'm like, I'm working harder now than I've ever had to work just to maintain things and get to the next level. Because now, now it's not just me. It's the people that, that are employed here. My, my livelihood, every, I'm all my balls on the table. I've gone, as I say, too far down the hole to turn back now. And I'm all in and I'm excited to see what happens and it's cool. And I hope Joe exotic gets free. It's obviously 100% evident. You have to be a complete fucking idiot to watch that. And not calculate the evidence and, and watch. When you have multiple people trying to basically perjurize, uh, perjury themselves saying, yeah, I lied. And say, no, this did not happen. This is what happened. We were actually going to kill him, Joe Exotic. Like, after you see that, the motherfucker needs to be released immediately. And you can have your discrepancies about his his questionable behavior with animals. We can't, he, he can't you can't send a guy to prison for life if you know for some odd reason he wasn't able to do this or do that or he did whatever like you, you got to fucking have some type of sympathy you know and there's too much corruption way too many it could go on in a whole other podcast episode and talking about all that stuff all the things that you could hate him because of how he acts and he's crazy or he's gay or whatever the fuck you got against him but that motherfucker doesn't deserve to spend the rest of his life in uh, in prison, and he definitely was not guilty of murder for hire. And Carol Baskins definitely fucking killed her husband. And the fact that she's running around making millions of dollars and living her life, and it's kind of really a a wake up call, you would think, to our everyday judicial system here in America. How fucked how fucked up things are. You know, because we know that if you don't have the right money or the right representation or the, the judge is in a bad day or the, the district attorney has a hard on for you or someone that 
knows them or that, you can easily just get swept under the rug. Like, oh, no, fuck them. And that's what America is. And it could be the simplest things they have against you, and it could turn real bad real fast. And you, you can lose control of your freedoms. That's what's scary, you know. And that's kind of like what I embrace and the Sasquatch is really about. Behind all the crazy shit you see in the headline stuff, it's just it's really a place that you're supposed to embrace your freedoms and enjoy life. You know, if you want to go suck a dick in the woods, dress as a clown, you're going to go do that. If you're in the trainees, they're here. If you want fat dudes and small dicks, we got a lot of them. Uh, if, if whatever you're into, you know, that's what this place is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a safe, fun place that you can forget about the harsh realities of life and just have fun and experience and create memories that hopefully, you know, hopefully not herpes and hopefully things that last for a lifetime that aren't herpes and that you get to enjoy and build new bonds and new friends. I do love when I see members like hanging out with other members, you know, sometimes I get a little, a question when I'm like, Oh, this is my homie. And I'm like, Oh, we just met that guy. Now he's your homie. Okay. All right. Whatever. Cool. But life, everyone deserves, I don't know if they deserve, that's probably the wrong wording, but everyone wants to be loved and accepted and be a part of something. And that's what we provide here is a place where people can come be a part of something, a bunch of degenerates that aren't afraid to, be themselves and they're comfortable or eventually they find comfortable ability. Eventually they aren't. Some people come here have never took their shirt off a guy because he's been ashamed because he's fat or something or a girl doesn't feel secure. But then they see a bunch of girls running around that are fucking some biggins and they look confident and they feel it and they're feeling it. So then they get confident and feel it. It's contagious. That type of energy is contagious. And when you don't have to worry about some sketch motherfucker stealing some shit or doing some creep shit, and that, that always helps you get more comfortable. And, and the world's fucked up enough. So the Saucy Castle is, as long as I'm alive, I'm always in a fight for that, that, that refuge, a place that people can come and enjoy life. And whatever headline you fell into or whatever wormhole you traveled down, I don't care how you got here. Hopefully that you just got here. And that maybe not physically here, because some of you just know damn good well you never will be able to come here. But as long as you're on the journey with us, whether you're a member or you just follow, if you're just watching, like that's good enough. And that's all I can ask for. You know, so it is cool to be on a show that's like the number one show and I'm on the first episode of the the very beginning of the shit. And that's cool, and we're fucking excited, and I want to thank anyone who's ever saw it or told their friends and all the amazing messages and all the piece of shit people who used to live here maybe that gave me a a fake congratulations or something. Not as if it's something that should be like, like I say, we didn't like earn this, I would say. It's really like something that was already huge that had nothing to do with us. So I can't like take any claim on that. And we are lucky that a lot of media is like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? We need a show about this. Yeah, like there's a lot of stories running like uh, right now, who is Mike Busey and stuff. And like I said, they'll, they'll taper out, but it's nice. It's nice to see them. It's it's cool to know that like come this Thanksgiving in a couple of days, families are going to gather around and hopefully stop talking about 
vaccines or you know Joe Fred, Biden. You know fucking Fred Hawkins is watching it. Yeah, you know. You know Fred Hawkins is watching. If you guys don't know, he's our arch fucking nemesis. He's my County, County, yeah. And you know he's sitting there like, I guess we can all get together and watch the Tiger Kings. And he oh, puts you know, on, you know, there's some there's some boyfriends right now that are dating girls I used to fuck or something. Not that Mark Busey. Ah! You know it. <laughs> Could you imagine having hate for me and then all you're like of a walking out with down? the turkey? What's on the TV, mother? I'm gonna put the Tiger Kings on. Oh, that's that homosexual tiger owner, right? <laughs> sure thing. Let's watch this. Hey, what's this? Sa- sausage cat. No! Yeah, you know it. You know. You know that we just, we know. You might not know who's listening, but we know. Yeah. We know that, like, ooh, that it's burning them because it even means even more to them. They're like, oh. That, like, like, you know, and you know, right now, there's some dude watching it. He's like, that's that little boy that was playing aggressive basketball at the basketball <laughs> oh <my> court. <laughs> he grew up so sexy. <laughs> oh, man. I, I had a couple girls, like, gaslighting me, like, oh, my God, you look so great. I was like, bitch, stop bitch. playing. Stop playing with my emotions, bitch. Bitch, you yes. lie, lie again, lie again. It, it's cool, man, and we're excited, and we're excited. Thank you all for watching it and and just – I've been trying to repost everything anyone sends to me. And uh, thank you, guys. And, and who knows what will come next. Stay well, tuned. Well, a lot of things will come. It, the best part, too, was when people had no idea. And then I had people, like, FaceTime me. Like, yo, please pick up. Like, I'm, I'm with my family and my friends right now. They don't believe I know you, bro. What the fuck? I was just watching this shit. I didn't even know. What the fuck? It's funny. I mean, I would be like, same thing, because it's not like it's like some little bullshit documentary about frogs or some shit. It's definitely... <laughs> it's not the frog prince, motherfucker. It's the yeah. Tiger King! <laughs> yeah, so it's cool, man. That's all I really got to say, man. It's cool, and and uh, yeah, I'm ready to get my Tiger King tattoo across my forehead, you know, <laughs> fucking... Episode was... one, begging your pardon. <laughs> yeah, just post a screenshot on my forehead. Unlovable, you know. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you also. I know this is a weird segue, but I really want to talk about this. You hung out with our homeboy Aaron Fector this weekend. Yeah, Aaron Fector is the creator of the Rocket Fire Explosion, which is is the basic animatronic band that appeared at Showbiz Pizza, which would later be adopted by Chuck E. Cheese. And the best thing about it is, there's like a, a small documentary on Netflix about it, or excuse, no. on YouTube, on YouTube yeah. about it. And we've always talked about that he needs another documentary, one that does more justice, because he's also the creator of Whack a Mole. And he got his sto- whack a mole got stolen from him basically. Um, and, and you think, think about- the Tiger King world's crazy? Boy, those you think the Tiger- and those engineers? Aaron Fector's world is just as crazy as the Tiger King. Like literally, he created a fuel. Like this guy created a fuel, and then the fuel was a little unstable, and it blew up a warehouse. Yeah. Um, Aaron Fector is the weirdest, wildest nerd. He's a good friend of ours. He's like seven hundred years old. He looks like he's fifty five. Yeah. Smoking hot girlfriend. Smoking hot. Smoking hot girlfriend. And just. Uh, but here's the craziest thing about Aaron Fector. This weekend, you guys went. So you guys went downtown. You took the bus downtown to party. We went and got drunk as fuck. Took took the tour bus downtown, and uh, went to the safest club we could go to. There was a shooting. Uh, we think we yeah. believe we did see some people running for their life in front of the bu- in front of the bus. Chris says he saw it too. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, uh, you know, it, it was a uh, it was classic weekend. Every time there's a shooting on a classic weekend, I'm like. <laughs> classic yeah with classic weekend well just google it, it, it uh, let's just say 
It's just a big ass party, man. Anytime there's a big ass party in Orlando, a big ass party, it don't matter whose party it's for. It's too many people visiting Orlando, and shit gets wild. You remember the old days, like when someone would get shot at in a parking lot of a club. That club would be closed down. down. You would never even drive on that side of town. Like, no, that's where that. Nowadays, it's like, yeah, they didn't even shut the club down during the hot dog vendor. Didn't even shut down. Yeah, he just hid for a minute and came back. Yeah, now it's like just like, oh yeah, someone died there last night. Whatever. That's like anytime I hear about a school shooting, now I'm like crazy. Yeah, I just walk off. It's real. I'm really gotten. Columbine was on the news for like a year. You know. Now it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay, man. Y'all still ain't top Columbine. They had fucking outfits and a soundtrack. Yeah, you know. It's uh, it's fucking. But you did so. Tell them about tell them about your air effects so experience w- when we came out. Because you brought scallywags who were so young that they may have they're like twenty two hey, years old. My girlfriend wasn't even born when Chuck E. Cheese Chuck E. Cheese was probably out of business by the time she was born. Like she's like looking at it like this. Is, so people used to eat shitty pizza and listen to a monkey play the drums. You're like, yeah. It was piano, but you're close. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It, it, like as you said, if you are me or Miguel's age, you know what showbiz pizza is. It is the it was the showbiz pizza where a kid could be, be a kid. So that you, it was like the original. Uh, it was casino. a child casino, like yeah. I said. Yeah, it, it was. It was like I would. I, oh, I want to say, Busey, welcome to showbiz pizza. Natalie, get him his table over here. Would you like some sparkling orange juice, or maybe I could get you a nice Pepsi? You're like, not today, Ramon. If I could just have some Sprite, of course. And here are your tokens. Yeah, monkey, play the piano for him. Yeah, it was. Ding, 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 ding. It was like I refer to it as like the the poor white trash kid Disney, and it was also like the first like commercial arcade that was like yeah. corporate corporate or arcade slash dinner theater show because if you ever seen or heard of a ball pit i'm pretty sure they were like the the forefront of making ball pits popular. They, they probably uh introduced like all the rules to keeping kids alive in the ball pit they're like we got another floater it's like god damn it and then skee ball and all these other cool little games and you tokens would play. and fucking tokens for trading in for tickets. Here's how tickets smart they were. Redemption. Sometimes you didn't want to give up your token because you wanted to keep your token. That's how smart they were. They yeah. were like, we're going to make you buy money from us that then you don't want to spend sometimes because you're like, oh, man, this Chuck E. Cheese token's so cool. Think about how many times people went to another country and got money and they're like, it's only $50. Fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to spend this. This is my Colombian peso. Yeah. Like, That's how and, Chuck E. Cheese was. Yeah, and, and it had its own fucking currency. Yeah, <laughs> like think about that. It had its own fucking currency. And your father and mother would spend fifty dollars just for you to win a pencil. Yeah, and you'd get that pitcher of beer on the table for your dad. Get him drunk. Get him drunk because they served beer at Chuck E. Cheese. Pitchers of that shit. And then I don't. People try to tell me that pizza was good. I don't think it was. In my mind, everything was perfect. Yeah. Miguel. And I'm okay with living like that. Yeah, I just, I. It's one of those things where, when you're young, it's so much more magical. Like for an example, even though I know current events had a major thing to do with this, fucking Toys R Us was fucking oh, magical. Yeah. Yeah, it was great going Toys R Us. Even when my, my mom would take us to Toys R Us and KB Toy, and we knew we weren't buying anything. But she'd be like, we're going to go to Toys R Us. I'm like, oh, my God, I get to touch the toys. Yeah, you get to look. You get to scout them out. You're like, yeah. now for Christmas, I want you to start bringing what you yeah. want for Christmas to the car. Take cart. a look at this, Mom. This is a GoBot. You better not ever fucking bring that near me. This is a Transformer. 
Again, tell me which one's a GoBot. Which, see how this one doesn't have a face? I swear to fucking Christ that ends up underneath the tree. I'm going to hit you worse than Dad ever did. Yeah. Okay? Like, that shit was no Open fucking Open it up. Joke. Fucking GoBot! Where is she? Where the fuck is she? And you want to talk about, I don't know, I don't know how, many, how your trips went, but when you knew you were going, you had to keep it cool. And oh, yeah. You didn't you want to pressure it too much because you knew that didn't work out. But then you also got really nervous when you're when they're all getting ready to leave. Yeah, because they would probably fucking with you anyways. They're probably like going there to buy you something, but then or they weren't and they were getting it for someone else and they just you just happened to be in a car. But I feel that like if you played it cool and you were cool, but then you would you would fucking break character once you started getting to those registers. You need to see nothing for you, and you start walking in the car and you go past those little gumball machines, those little plastic I things just in want there. Something, and you're like, God damn it! I get nothing, 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 fuck, nothing. You fucking bitch. And that's how that's how young children kill their parents in their sleep and set houses on fire because they're like, I, I just wanted one goddamn GI Joe. You fucking bitch. I remember my mom was like, Listen, we're going in here to get your cousin a Christmas present, and I was like, Okay. And she was like, and I need you to help me pick out. It was like a GI Joe that you think he would like, and I'm like, He's gonna get the wackest shit. Ever. Like, I'm not letting him get But the, what I was I'm saying like, with that is that when I visited years later, yeah. as a grown ass adult, I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Why do they got these goddamn baby clothes in here? What yeah. the, where's the toys, bro? What's all this electronic shit? Like, what the fuck is this shit? It was like the it was like Santa's in my mind, it was like Santa's workshop with but some corporate took shit. over. But then corporate came in and was like, no, nah, we gotta get rid of all this. Yeah. The elves aren't making these mm-hmm. wooden fucking toys anymore. We got rid of all the elves because of the strikes and the deaths. Yeah, so it was fucking horrible. But Chuck E. Cheese, which is what many of you might know it as, but before it was that, it was Showbiz, Showbiz Pizza. That shit was the fucking bomb. There's still a Chuck E. Cheese, like, I don't know if it's around. No, or no, not, there's, but... no there's still a bunch around. Yeah, because they closed. I up. looked. We went and played putt putt. Putt putt next to one, yeah. Putt the next one. I looked in the windows. I was like, what the fuck? Where are the games? Where's the ball pit, motherfucker? Where's this? It's just like these pussy ass counties and cities. The playgrounds, you would literally, you, you would risk death and serious bodily injury back in the days. And now it's like, oh, yeah, we don't make anything past four feet. Yeah, you know? they, don't, they make everything spaced out so you can't play the ground as lava, I found out. Mother. And I was like, what? I took I, I've I've knocked myself out in the ground as lava, like jumping over and hitting a monkey bar and just knocking the shit out and of it. And that's me. why we raised a country yeah. full of pussies. I jumped straight on a nail on a game of ground as lava and went through my foot. Not my condolences, through, yeah, Miguel. My straight condolences. up my foot. And I walked home. My shoe kept getting filled with blood, but I knew my mom was going to kick my ass. So I tried to tape my foot up, and I taped it up with a bunch of duct tape, and it didn't stop the bleeding. And it just kept filling my shoe with blood, and I kept dumping it in the sink. And then finally, I was like pale-ass white. My mom and dad were in the living room, and I just came like fucking limping out. And I was like, hey, guys, we, we got to go to the hospital. <laughs> there was at least three. My mom would tell you, there was at least three times where I came out defeated and like, okay, guys, hey, we got to go to the hospital. I've been trying to keep this cool. <laughs> I am losing. My mom has a story. I jumped off the, uh, and, and hit the monkey bars uh, in a game of a ground is lava. 
and knocked my nose so much it was gushing blood. Like it was running down my face. And I came in the house and I was like, hey, mom, I think I broke my nose. And she was like, you didn't. And she looked at me and I was gushing blood. And she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, yeah. I go, we got, we got to get to the hospital quick, mom. I'm getting woozy. Like, I'm losing it here. Hell, yeah. <laughs> there were tons of times. where There was one time where I cracked my head open in the bathtub and cracked it bad. And I was just bleeding. And my mom was taking me to the doctor. And, you know, back then, I don't know if it's true or not, but they used to tell you do not fall asleep during a concussion. You know, like if you – or do not fall asleep I, I, when you're I still, bleeding. I still hear it when yeah. you get head injury. So they were like, do not fall asleep. And my mom was like, stay awake, stay awake. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm just, I am just going to take a quick nap. She's like, no, stay awake, stay awake. I was like, I have to read you loud and clear. I'm going to take a quick nap, guys. <laughs> like, I'm losing it here. Yeah. it's. it's I think uh, of all the shit my mom had to do. Because my dad was always deployed. So it was like she would just be like at the house minding her business. And then you know what it is? Like my older sister Melinda and her would have gotten into like a throwdown teenage girl argument where she's like, I don't give a fuck. And my mom's like, you don't fucking talk to me like that. And I'm like, hey, guys, I got to interrupt this argument. I'm losing a lot of blood here. <laughs> so I got this piece of wood stabbed through my arm. And uh, I think we can talk about this later on if somebody can get me in the car. I think I need a juice box because blood sugar is dropping right now. <laughs> That's what's scary about having kids, man. Keep yeah. those motherfuckers alive long enough yeah. they don't fucking die. It's fucking scary. I'm not going to be good at it because there's always going to be a part of me that's like, yeah, 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 you know, I used to play this game called The Ground is Lava. My kid's going to be like, what's that? I'm like, okay. You can't really do it here at this oh, I'm going to have my kids taken away yeah. immediately. They're going to be like, you did. You told what story to this child? I'm going to literally be there with the police and be like, you know what? I think you guys are right. I think I should lose a little parenting privileges for a while. That was pretty <laughs> fucked up. Like, I mean, dude, you hear you hear horror stories. I knew I was fucking this girl from Panama, and her fucking baby drowned in the fucking bathtub, and she had went to go grab something from the kitchen. And I'm like, damn, how many times have I left you know a that hot bitch just pocket in the oven? How many times have <laughs> I left I fucking... a chicken in the microwave, <laughs> bro? How many fucking times? And that's a that's like, especially now the distractions. I'd be like. Hey, Siri, set a reminder for my child in the bath in 30 seconds. Wait, one time me, my buddy Alan, and Sean, he had just had his baby. We were in our 20s. And we were probably like 22 years old, 23. And Sean just had, or Alan just had his baby. And we were all wrestling in the living room. And his baby was like in, in one of those baby bouncy things. And we're all just fucking around wrestling. And all of a sudden we heard an ice cream truck. And I was like, ice cream truck. And I took off running. And Sean was running behind me. And all of a sudden Alan comes beating us. And we're all at the ice cream truck. And I'm like, who's watching the baby? And Alan's like, fuck. And he has to run back to the house. If you, if you were to have a child, what, uh, what's your top three most likely to die my child's most likely to die of what are your what are your three one i rolled over it on my sleep holding it all right <laughs> that's definitely number one uh two dropped it because uh, i could just imagine like carrying a baby all wrong all right what's your final uh, one three forgot to feed it like fucking just oh shit yeah, yeah. time of the day <laughs> like i'm sitting there uber eats and i'm like thai food baby carrots Baby carrots, baby. Ah! <laughs> I would say drowning, uh, getting ran over by a car. Uh, those would be up there, and like, oh, I, I would, got, I would just be scared. The motherfucker would be dying. I wouldn't know I like, what to one. do with it. I got I'd be like, one. What the would be fuck? bad. Accidentally leave the car seat on top of the car with it in it as I get in. Oh yeah, that's that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> that's a given. <laughs> yeah. No, like. But here's the thing. Every time you hear about them parents, those shitty parents, that their baby unfortunately dies, 
It's you look at them and you're like, yeah, that piece of piece shit. of shit parent. They never look like an outstanding fucking individual. They mm. look like pieces of shit. Because whenever somebody accidentally kills their baby and they're not a piece of shit, you're like, fuck. Yeah, because you're like, damn, I want to judge a shit out of these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers nope. just left the baby outside. Look like, how, look how normal and and yeah. handsome this guy is. He didn't fucking do this on purpose. It's a bad thing. I saw I saw a story with a guy. Man, he left the baby in the back of the car. He He's on the phone with his wife, and uh, they're talking about something, and he's bringing the groceries in, and uh, he went inside, brought all the groceries in, he was on the phone with his wife, and they were just going back and forth, like, talking about something really important, and he fucked up, and he left the baby in the car, and the baby, like, died. Someone listen to this right now is like, I can't listen to the rest of yeah, this. Like, someone's baby. had... Someone's had some dead baby on their hands. Hey, I, 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 I don't like, know if I guys are, I told you the story, but I'll tell it again. I know I've told you, but I don't know if I said the podcast. I was doing a comedy show. And we were talking about like a baby passing away, you know, funny stuff. And uh, I made some kind of joke, not about dead babies, but made a joke about like how bad of a parent I was going to be. And uh, one of the jokes was I was just talking about you don't know how honest of a person you are until you drop a baby in a room and nobody's there. Like, you know, when you drop a baby in a room alone, you don't know how honest of a person you are. I was like, I was like, you just hand the baby back to them and every year you're just checking like, hey, how's, how's Kyle doing? Is, does he know his numbers and does he see colors and stuff? Like, you just want to know. So I made the joke and then I talked about like losing a baby and stuff. And in the middle of the you know, show. Good comedy material. Good comedy stuff. Middle of the show, while I'm doing this, this is at the improv, a woman stands up and she goes, that's not funny. I lost my baby. And the whole room got quiet. And the only thing I could say is I go, he'll turn up. (laughs) (laughs) And the whole room was like, Oh, what the fuck? Whoa, <laughs> uncomfortable. All right, guys, that's our show for the evening. <laughs> Ended it with the babies. Oh, man. But, hey, we've had a great week. Uh, we've got a lot coming up. You don't want to tell the rest of the story? I mean, you weren't there, but. No, I mean, it, it, it ends with it, it ends with the broken bus, uh, stinky chicken, and chicks throwing up everywhere. But it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Aaron Fector, for letting us come out. Uh Please look into his documentary. Yeah, check out Aaron Fector and support his him. His story, his whole crazy thing, and uh, he sold his building. So maybe he'll be coming, coming to, here to join, join us. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, next week, we'll have a good story with you about Thanksgiving, our invasion of Waka Flocka show with a bunch of scallies, oh, fuck, our trip to Tampa. Yeah. yeah, that's why we got to get out of here because I actually got to get home, pack, because uh, I'm going with you. I'm not leaving you abandoned. Mike gave us all tomorrow off. Yeah, we know, we know. We got some pussy coming. We know you're invested. Bro. Oh, we, please. We know. You know the pussy that's coming. They're all going to fuck Walker's crew, bro. <laughs> I know what's about to happen. But uh, you'll, catch a, you'll catch a blowy somewhere. 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 But the real thing is, man, uh, is don't is leave what we don't do. leave your baby unattended. Don't and, leave your baby unattended. And, and if, if you so- work hard enough, eventually some big Hollywood fucks yeah. will recognize it. And do what you want. Fuck what anyone says. The media is full of shit. Uh, become a member. Uh, my birthday party, December eighteenth. Eighteenth. It's a Saturday. Uh, if you're from out of town, we let you uh, stay the night. And you uh, camp on the campgrounds. You got to be out by camping. noon. Be out by noon. Um, and uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. I hate it. Fuck turkey. Um, we're bringing a live turkey to walk it tomorrow too. So we got to get up early. Yeah, we got we got a lot. We we got a lot to do. <laughs> I just to I do. just I don't get excited about Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, bring, bring me Christmas. Well, Christmas is on its way. It's on the way. Hopefully, everyone. I know it's. Uh, oh, and just uh, I'm throwing it out there. Fuck it. Maybe January. 
mountain trip. I'm not going to say more. Yeah, but, we, we got we got we got a whole new year to plan. Yep, and hopefully this this fucking country gets their goddamn act together and and gets back to what it things used to be and hopefully better. And wherever you are, wherever this uh, audio slash video message finds you, we hope it finds you well. And we hope you have a wonderful week. Tell your friends about the podcast. Go subscribe to my new YouTube channel. If you're not a member, you want to see some things or you just want to see a bunch of trailers, uh, go on my YouTube channel. It'll say the most deleted on YouTube. It's blue background. It's like a cartoon head of my shit. And um, do yourself a yeah, favor. Thank you. Thank you for bringing the dick. Hey, do yourself a favor to this Thanksgiving. Uh, don't start no shit. Pull your dick out and yeah. fuck the turkey right in front of everybody don't and say, start- Mike Beach is on Tiger King too. Don't start no shit. Yeet, yeet. Be around the people that you fucking see, your family, and just don't start no shit. And try not to bring up politics. Don't bring up me. anything. Let your old uncle be old and racist and an asshole and just or make sure bring you live better than him. Run in there, kick the door in, say, fuck Joe Biden. I ain't wearing your goddamn mask. Suck my dick in your vaccine. And then shit on the turkey. But make sure you leave it on episode one of Tiger King. Later, guys. We'll see guys. you next time. We love Goodbye. it.